0: From downtown, this is Tim Kitzer from NBHM, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka!
1: This week on Nintendo Main, we got Kevin Fair here to talk to us about Mortal Kombat, and we'll also talk about the new update for Monster Hunter Rise.
0: Art thou not impressed?
1: Test
2: your patience.
1: Welcome to Nintendo main podcast episode 268, your place where we talk about video game movies with uh, guests and such like that. We are your hosts. I'm Trey. Kano is not Superman Johnson.
0: <laughs> I'm Jeremy. Better late than never. Mikowski.
3: I'm John 8-bit. No knitter. I'm Kevin. I never get this part right fair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Kevin Ferris here again, the the one and only. It's awesome to have you back, man. It's been, hey, it's been too long. There.
3: Good to see you. Hey, what's up, everybody?
1: It's been like, it's been almost like a year. We, I think we talked to you like right just about the business and how live shows are falling apart and all that stuff. And last year, it's been
3: and like a whole pandemic thing, yeah. right?
1: <laughs> and now it's, and now it's a year later and it's kind of, you know, it's kind of coming around somewhat. I mean, I know, I, I know all three of us, uh, Jeremy and John and I, we're all, we're all, well, actually, John, you're not fully vaxxed, right? But you're half vaxxed? May 8th,
2: I'll be fully vaxxed.
1: Okay. Well, Jeremy and I were fully vaxxed, and Jess is fully vaxxed also, and Shauna's fully vaxxed. So it's like,
4: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, Conan, my roommate, he's, va- he's vaccinated as well. So it's like, it's coming around, you know? So I feel like maybe in a few months we can hang out again, or I don't know, you know, <laughs> hopefully sometime.
3: Well, you know, we've got some relaxed um guidelines from the CDC, so there's oh, sure, light yeah. at the end of the tunnel. So yeah.
1: Yeah, so I I'm, I'm hoping to especially I don't know uh I I don't think you're you're not into Monster Hunter at all, are you, Kevin?
3: I am so Monster Hunter adjacent. Every group that I talk to <laughs> plays some generation of Monster Hunter. Oh, okay. And I'm I was a huge fan of PSO, so all of everyone that I know that enjoyed Fantasy Star Online is like, well the logical step would be to start playing Monster Hunter, Kevin. So You know, I'm super adjacent. I'm really on the edge of it.
1: Okay, because if we're ever able to have, like, a Nintendo meetup again, I would love to have a fucking Monster Hunter meetup Mm. where we could all do, like, play locally. Because, you can't, you know, you can't play locally, and that would be awesome. I've been playing. I'm at, like, almost 100 hours of Monster Hunter Rise, so I've been playing the shit out of it, and it's great. And I would love to do local with it. I figured, you know, I went... I went ahead and bought, like, well, we we still have tickets for Midwest Gaming Classic and all that stuff, and I went ahead and reserved a hotel room just in case, you know, because they don't charge you until the day before. Yeah. And uh, that's in November, so I'm like, well, hopefully that, you know, if that actually happens, I'm like, maybe there'll be a bunch of, like, Monster Hunter people there, and I can actually do, like, some, you know, some old-school Monster Hunter, some, like, local Mo- Monster Hunter, like they used to do, like, like the, the PSP and the 3DS and all that in Japan, like, that's what... I think that would be awesome. Like whenever we can actually do that again, I think that'd be a great thing to do. Like to do a. I know. My, I know you normally do stuff with right around the time of when it released, but I think Monster Hunter will still be going strong by then because they just started another update and they're doing more stuff later. So they're going to support it be for a right while. About that, because yeah.
3: that the Nintendo Switch meetups is what used to got me to try something. You know, you could get me to sit down and try something at those meetups. So that might be the ticket, Trey.
1: Yeah. Well, I was thinking about like how we used to get together and play Splatoon and all that, and I was like.
3: <sighs> well, i don't know to get together yeah. and play. <laughs> yeah. so long ago you <laughs> know
1: yeah it was, it was a while i mean it's yeah it's been a long time but like playing monster hunter i'm like man it'd be really you know and i and i'm starting to feel a little bit more positive about like being safe and hanging out and all that i'm like man we should i was gonna say as i'm gonna mention it on the show but i was like you know, we we should maybe think about doing a Monster Hunter thing whenever we can do one of those again because I think a lot of my friends that are friends of yours also on the Switch are all playing Monster Hunter. So it's like, yes. yeah, I know, I know people have it and it's uh and it's pretty hot right now. So yep, it'd be fun. So I'm just saying, give it give it a look. Just, <laughs> I'm sure you I'm sure you played the demo. The, yeah, those demo those games demo horribly. It's like um. it, it really doesn't like help. It's one of those things you kind of just like got to jump into it and try to figure it out. It's it's really okay. hard. It, it's really hard to it, to to understand the the complex systems like just from playing it a little bit. Really, it's I don't know, Jer- Jeremy. You can attest to it because you're you're mm-hmm. playing it as, stellar, as well. Man. A lot of it you just kind of just have to. You got to look up some stuff and you got to. Try to try to understand the systems, but don't read the tutorials. Just try to play it from the beginning, is what got I say. Got some
3: be self, some self-discovery going on. <laughs> just try on. to figure it out. I
1: kind of got really obsessed with it for a while, where I was just watching videos and reading stuff and trying to figure out the different stuff that works in it. But once you figure it out, it gets really, really addictive. And and it's, you know, it's very much a multiplayer game, and it's fun to play with, with people online. But it would be even more fun to play with people that you're actually talking to. Like Jeremy and I, we've done it a few times. Mm. over the internet and all that
0: I think it's still addictive even before you completely know what you're doing because I didn't, I had hardly any idea what I was doing but they make it really approachable with huh. the, the missions and stuff so yeah by the time I get I'm like at over 60 hours now and I've still like just started figuring out how to do pretty basic stuff
1: I think Gotcha. yeah I, I just hit 90 today but they're there uh, and then and that's not even really doing any of the new stuff that just got added with the 2.0 version so there's a lot of stuff in there which Jeremy and I will we'll talk more of that in detail in in, nice. in the future. But I'm saying it's I think it's I think it'd be fun. It's something to put
3: on my mind.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know? It's it, it'd be a good one. And it's it's one of those games that you know they're going to keep adding to it like until the next Monster Hunter. So it'll be it'll be around forever. You know. So it, it it kind of a lot of parts of it actually do kind of remind me of Splatoon where you you know you go and you play a few matches. You go and you upgrade your gear, and then you go back and okay. you play some more matches and upgrade your gear. And that's a lot of it is you know killing monsters and collecting parts and creating new armor and weapons and fighting harder monsters and getting better armor and weapons and you know and it just keeps and the going cycle and going continues. I got you. yeah that's a that's a lot of it it's all about building yourself up and having like you know having sweet outfits and stuff like that that look like the monsters you killed and all that stuff nice so it's cool but kevin what what have you been playing lately it's it's been it's been a long time what's you been playing what's been happening with uh, i play games and all that
3: yeah, so interesting. I'll go through what I personally have been playing, and um, personally, I just finished up Days Gone, and that was a lot of fun for what it was. I, uh, you know, was thinking about diving into the last of the PlayStation um, exclusive games. So, from a single player standpoint, that's something I definitely was playing. And then, on the multiplat stand, form um, I have been playing copious amounts of Apex Legends. And I'm just thrilled with the updates coming at Apex Legends. Um, Me and my brother um, absolutely love it. So when basically when they introduce duos, that's when we hop back onto the game. We tried playing in trios and we realized how we don't like playing with randoms. Like it's just truly a, a apathetic experience. And so when they put duos back in, we hopped onto it full time. And then what's nice about it is I have it on basically every platform. So I get a game in no matter who's playing what. And even when like I go in the public, you know I'll hop onto a game, especially like um, when we have hybrid events with my students and things like that. And so what we recently have been complaining about was that we just are not a fan of battle royales. We never were. But we've been forced to play battle royales because you that's know it. for it, sure. Yeah. yeah, that's it. There's it's, nothing else. It's,
1: it's the thing. I mean, it's it's the big thing. I kind of. I mean, I totally feel you on that. Like that's. I, I downloaded A- Apex Legends for Switch. I know it's the worst way to play it, but I just wanted to try it, and it's just like I don't know. I'm like I don't know what's happening. Like my teammates are taking all the weapons, and I don't have any weapons. You know because. They they go and grab all the stuff and I'm just running around with no weapon. And I actually <laughs> <laughs> and I actually like won a match one time and I don't even know what happened. I'm like, I don't even know what I did. And it's like you won. And I'm like, What? What the what's going on? But it, it makes You me, win. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> and you were like, What
3: happened? What happened?
1: <laughs> yeah. It, it it makes me miss like uh you know, the old school stuff. Like the, the older like just straight up deathmatch online first person shooter stuff. I kind of miss those.
3: Well, here's what I think really is happening. Of course, I always think it's drawing back to money, right? So think about it like this. You get thrown into a public match with 100 people, whether some are on your team or some not, you know, a la Fortnite, a la PUBG itself, and realistically what happens You go in and good night, uh, 50% of the group is wiped out in the first four or five minutes. So what do you end up going back to? You go back to the lobby, which has tons of advertisements and all of these ways where you can spend money on loot crates and whatnot. And so what I feel like most of these games have done is says, great, we'll give it to you for free, maximizing our player base. And then we'll design a game that's fun enough to play. But we know we're going to get tons of ad time based on the way the game is made. So like you end up playing this game and you could be an incredibly good shot, but because third party in is a thing in these things, someone is going to third party you. And then sometimes it's just mass chaos. It doesn't matter how good of a shot you are. doesn't matter how great you use your abilities. You know, it's basically a game that gets you to the point where you're picking you, you really have to do a good job at picking your battles. Right. And sometimes that's just frankly impossible. And I think that's not a mistake. I think that's completely done by design. Um, EA for FIFA alone has made something like on those, you know, the player card systems that we yeah. are loot boxes. Someone said they made something to the tune of $8 billion. So, of course, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of course, they found a way to put it into all of these games. And if something like a, uh, a TDM, something like a traditional uh, team death match, where you're playing that game for like 10 minutes in a row and not looking at anything else. They're like, this is bad for business, man. We don't get any ads in. Yeah, but I I like that. (laughs) Mm. Man, this is 10 minutes with no, no loot box sales. What's going on, man? You know, but, so it's. Yeah. I think it's an advanced way of trying to get you to enjoy a game, being a lobby and all of that type of stuff. And then they, you just consistently get hit with, hey, did you make sure you got your season pass? Get Pick up your battle pass. Make sure you try this. Make sure you try that. All these things that just reach into your pocket. So, yeah,
0: I got a, a friend who has like a young son. He's like eight or nine. And like, he just gets like, he feels like he's the poor kid because his friends have like the battle points or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. like there's the same peer pressure and shame, like even for kids with them. Like, yeah, it's on
3: display, right? And they, and they are and they are getting them into because here's the thing. I can get I can be okay with a game having DLC even if the DLC are mostly cosmetics, right? I could be completely fine with that. Yeah. But what it's really doing on a high end is it is encouraging kids to get into things that are ultimately gambling, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, you can buy this thing but you don't really know what's getting ready to come out of it. It could be, it could be good. It's going to be good stuff, but it might not even be for a player that you play with. And so I've been incredibly intentional on like not spending any money in Apex legends. I think it's, I think it's a lot of fun to play. I think the gunplay itself works out really nicely for me, you know, enjoying first person shooters the way that I traditionally have um, as someone who probably owned the console much longer than they owned a gaming PC it reminds me the most of something like a halo where you've got an overshield and that overshield can be cracked. And that's what you're ultimately trying to do. Um, it has a lot of upward mobility. So unlike a call of duty, where I always tell people they are shooting games where you're glued to the ground, call of duty is very much one of those things where it's like, Hey, you, you know, you kind of jump, but it's just a little bit, this game, you can jump over a house and all of that kind of comes into it. So it reminds me of, you know, a first person shooter that I like in that way. But no, yeah, I've played, I'm playing tons and tons of hours of Apex Legends, you know, getting ready for this next season. And the reason I'm super excited for the next season and this update is because they're introducing a 3v3 mode. And so part of what I've been doing, a great segue into what I play Games has been doing. Um, we've been doing a ton of after school and extracurricular programs for kids. And one of the biggest challenges we face on a regular basis is um, equitable opportunities for everyone to play something that's available to them, right? So, you know, I could, you know, talk about how great NBA 2K is or how incredibly popular it is. But most kids either A, don't own the same platform, B, do not have some type of online pass to play online, or C, they don't even own the current version of NBA 2K, You can have up-to-date rosters with the older version of 2K, but then you're locked out of playing with the rest of the community Mm. at the same time. So, you know, I've looked for and played a ton of games that I feel like are really great for um, saying, hey, this game doesn't cost you anything to download. It doesn't matter what platform you have and you can link up and play with people. So. Um, it's funny enough. One of my, uh, I've got a group of girls that we do an anime and gaming session with, and they own switches. So Rocket League has been awesome. It's a lot of fun to hop onto that. It's free; everyone can get in and play. People understand the nature of what the game is. It all happens in one arena. Get the ball with the goal. Yes. So we've been having a lot of fun playing that. And then beyond that, we've we've been maintaining our weekly Smash Brothers tournament this week. We're doing a doubles tournament and we're at we're out. The series has been called It Doesn't Matter. And we are on It Doesn't Matter number 41.
1: You guys do that on Thursdays, right?
3: Yep. Do it on Thursdays. And funny enough, we're coming up on the one year anniversary since we started because of the quarantine. So um, that's amongst what I've been playing um, both personally and professionally. So. So, yeah.
1: I I uh I edit this podcast on Thursday, so I've never been able to. I've never been available <laughs> for the Smash Brother thing that you do. So sorry, that's why I haven't been there. Because that's that's my uh, Thursday's my editing day. So I always just um, just edit this, and it you know it, it takes a while. So
3: editing ed- editing is hard. People yeah. do not believe you. They think you just you roll the cameras, and then you go put it on YouTube, and could be the fir- it's furthest from the case.
1: Well, I mean audio editing as well, because I the way i've uh i don't know I, I don't know if everybody knows i i don't i, I don't think i've fully spelled it out but like th- in order to do a podcast it takes forever like uh especially like Jess and I's like movie podcast like we okay so like we watch the movie for like 2 hours and then we talk for like an hour and a half and then that at least takes like 3 hours to edit that so you add all that together that's like what 7 hours like for one episode at least yeah and same with this, where it's basically like, uh, if you know, we are, we do like a two and a half hour podcast, well, that's going to take me like five hours to edit that because it takes me at least to double the time of how long the the episode is. And that also depends on like how much, how much like audio stuff you're going to put in there, which that's going to take mm-hmm. longer as well. So even audio editing takes forever, is what I'm saying. So, you know, people listen to podcasts, respect your podcasters. They put a lot of work in there, is all I'm saying. Yep. That's my, that's my soapbox there for oh, yeah. podcasting. But yeah, it takes a, takes a long time. <laughs> it's a uh, so that's why I haven't been able to do those Thursday
3: things. The but, Thursday smashes, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah but it's uh, I'm glad that it's still going on and all that. Um, have you? How have you been doing on Pac Man ninety nine? I see it on your background there. That's just a uh, only been a few weeks out, right?
3: So yeah, no, I think it's fun, and I have played a few matches of it. Did pretty well, but it's interesting because it's not capturing. It just doesn't capture my attention the way Tetris does. Tetris mm-hmm. is like a I've played that. I've played that in every fashion and form you can imagine. You can see right there,
2: Tetris is number one on your background. It's number one.
3: Right. It's number one. I I play it before classes start. So when we have virtual after school, like I start the virtual after school with that. And it's so funny how people go. It's really entertaining to watch you play. But some people, it's like, it's also anxiety inducing. Um, (laughs) But I live for those moments. I think that's a lot of fun to have, like, everybody trying to attack you, and then being the person to attack everybody back. And I don't feel that type of way about Pac-Man 99. I don't know. And maybe it's just because I haven't really sat down and given it the chance to play against other people who really challenge me. Whereas, like, the times that I got in there and made, like, top 20 or something like that, I didn't even know what I was doing. Like, I know how Pac-Man works but I wasn't even keen on the punishment system just yet so you know I knew what I was mimicking was I was mimicking my experiences from the uh, Pac-Man championship edition Mm -hmm. so I was definitely doing the like hey I know to make a train of ghosts and I know to go after them right (laughs) you know so that part was pretty familiar but um yeah I took it at a really casual experience whereas Tetris 99 the very first time I played it I placed fourth and I was just I was ticked That I didn't win. So then I went after it harder after that. But it's nice to know the one thing that I noticed um, someone in the community brought it up is that Pac-Man 99 is already introducing local play. So um, that would have been an instant, you know, like, oh, well, we're definitely hosting an event around that. And I probably would have got some of the guys that I work with through Red Bull or Namco or something. To give us something for that type of event um and so yeah no i have uh i think it's i think it is fun i think it's a really good idea and substitution for super mario 35 yeah <laughs> Which is speaking from us um but yes no i think it's cute i i,
1: I like that one because that's the only one that i've won so far out of all of them oh Tetris, so. i mean
3: uh super mario 35
1: no uh pac-man pac-man's the only oh, one really? that I've okay won. yeah so let's
3: take a dub in super Mario 35.
1: I did. I did not win. Never I, did. I never won Super Mario 35. No, I got That's like, the only one I've won. Yeah. John and John and Jeremy both got it, but I was and just I've only
0: ever placed second in Tetris. I've never gotten the, the Maximus. I
1: got, I got number two, like within like the first hour of Pac-Man 99, like when it came out and that mm, was pretty awesome. Okay. And then I did a stream where I made a Pac-Man playlist, like a DJ playlist. And I, and I got number one while I was doing that.
3: Oh, nice. So okay, Towards cool.
1: the end of the stream. So I did actually make it during my like three hour stream or whatever that I did. I, I, and I actually put it, it's on YouTube. It's like, it, I did it in like four minutes or something. Cause those games are really quick on there. Like they're, yeah. that's, what's cool is they're only, they're only a few minutes, you know, so you could easily, but yeah, you just kind of, I don't know just got to get in the zone about it i guess that's a that's a pretty
3: good point yeah super mario 35 those matches definitely took some time and i don't know i just really do but i also believe that some people are just genuinely bad at video games (laughs) i mean mean, my experience in mario 35 at the time was i was just like how are people dying at 1-1 i was like that's i was like that for me that's literally impossible to do so i was just like Every time I started it up and I remember like I would say like, hey, so my first one is like my let me get back into the groove of this. Um, but, you know, I would be like, oh, man, one one is really basically the stage where I farm everything all over again. I do some really good farming on, on fire flowers and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, it just blew my mind to watch people die day one on one dash one. And I know that's because as a kid like that. That is that was life it was like water um playing super mario was like water it was like oh no i i have to do this every single day to the point where i probably have like some level of like muscle memory on it mm. and then tetris 99 was a little bit more of a struggle i definitely like i got a i got a super mario 35 win pretty easily tetris 99 though i always felt like i was unfairly treated towards like top 10 i was like Why are people going for me to consistently knock me out? And then what I started learning to do better was to go at the punish randoms at the beginning, plan and keep and hold on to a good portion of your punishments for your first two or three, the first two or three people that try to punish you, then go after those people to earn your knockouts. Then um, you'll be cleared, and you know you'll be clear, and your your uh, punishment level will be low because your punishers will be gone. And then what you'll end up doing is towards the end is you want to switch to to knockout. So then you'll go great. So now let me start trying to knock out people who are really close to dying, which should be almost everybody. And once mm-hmm. you do that, you start finding yourself in a winner circle a little bit more.
1: Tetris ninety nine uh, advice right here.
3: Yeah, and I'm not right. I trust me. And here's the thing. Most people think that I take wins because they're like, where's your like T-spins at? And I'm like, guys, T spins take so much time to set up Yeah, in this they game do. sometimes. They do. You like you have to be really, really good. Like, you know, like I would have to be like you know, otherworldly good to like consistently pull T spins like that. But I was like, guys, don't waste your time trying to do like these high end things. Just have punishments ready to go and learn how to like fix them up so that you can make them happen. So so yeah, no, I, I thoroughly enjoy Tetris ninety
1: nine. Yeah, T spins. Did you hear there
2: there's a development in competitive Tetris? They're trying to figure out how to spin the pieces faster.
3: Yes. and, and you heard about so this? That, so, yes, I just yeah, read, or, or at least I saw the uh, title for the article of a brand new technique. And I was like, wait, a brand new technique for NES Tetris? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I didn't get a chance to read it, though, John.
2: They call it rolling. So, someone figured out that by... Yeah, re- rather than trying to, to press the D-pad as many times as you could with your thumb, you turn the controller upside down and you roll your fingers on the back of the D-pad and you can get a lot more button presses in uh, with a shorter amount of time. You know, what? I,
1: that that's what I used to do when I was a kid for like the button pressing games. I remember doing that for the mm-hmm. Roger Rabbit game on NES. I'd turn the controller over and I'd like roll it on, on the uh, desk.
2: Oh. You discovered it. You're the I, original I didn't, roller.
1: I didn't, I didn't I didn't think it worked actually, but that's what I used to do when I was a kid. Yeah. I'd turn it over and just kind of, you know, would try to try it cuz I didn't want to press the buttons and
0: We're th- playing track and field and I would like hold the controller like this and I'd go and go like that. Like that. Uh-huh.
1: Well, mm-hmm. you remember you remember our friend uh Tim Ryan uh who lives in LA now, but uh he was like the Mario he was the Mario Party master. Uh, he's the one who brought you know he he came up with the Mario Party belt which I have this is like the second Mario Party belt he took okay. the, uh, he took the other one with him but uh, we made like a championship like wrestling style belt out of uh, PBR cases like in cardboard and we would like <laughs> we would play Mario Party for it and stuff like that. but he had this system where he would like uh, you know you'd like take a lighter like his fingers and he would like just go over the control the go over the button back and forth. And it was proven to be, like, the fastest way to, like, the best way to do the, um, to do, like, the button pressing games. Yeah, like masher. Like, on, like, on, like, here's the GameCube controller. Like, he'd, like, do this. Like, back and forth on it. And he would do it every time. And I tried it, and I actually got, like, was able to do, you know, was to do much better than I ever would do, like, just regularly pushing the button. So, mm. there are ways, is what mm. I'm saying, <laughs> for as far as, uh, as our friend Bethany would say. Uh, the ways to to win the masturbation games of uh, Mario Party. <laughs> <laughs> that's, do you remember that, Jeremy? She would always say mm-hmm. whoever won the button pressing game was who was the person who masturbated the most. Nice. <laughs> so that's not, that mod- funny. Legit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not to say anything about, about Tim's method or anything, but that was right, what, yeah. that was her right. that was her point on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's uh it's just cool that they're finding out new ways to do that, I guess, is <laughs> what I was getting at. It kind of got Sidetracked there with the, with, the, with the different things, but but speaking of Mario Party, you heard about that, right, Kevin? I might as well mention Going it. While online, you're
3: here. finally, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: We should uh, we should play. Like, I only I only know like so many people that have Mario Party, and I, right when I heard it was online, I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna go play people, and then I'm like, wait. <laughs> I don't, i'm don't i like nobody's playing <laughs> it's like because no. you have to play you can only play your friends there's no random battles so
3: i have to grab yeah. another copy of it you can subtract me for the moment I oh did you get rid of it Rob. yeah no someone's. oh you lost it oh yeah that's what like, they knew they knew the online version was coming they were like i gotta have this <laughs> oh shit was it was it was it recently um, no, 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 no. So this was right before quarantine. I had my switch out of place. Lifted the whole switch, man. Lifted into oh, no. everything, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had one of those nice cases. So this just I got a I got a bunch of uh game cases. It, it um video game, the actual Switch cartridge cases that are just empty, that just are missing the games from this one time somebody lifted like my whole setup. So that it sucks. happens, man. Am my yeah, in my line of work, you know, you try to like emotionally i get upset and then what i try and do is i try to just buy another switch to pretend that i never lost that one so Mm. then i can get over the hump mentally and just be like keep working man because if i think back like i'll go man i used to have that game man i don't know why Mm. i have to go search for another one now oh yeah
1: That, that sucks i yeah it's well i guess that that goes to the battle of digital versus physical right Cause you can cause you can keep your digital stuff, right? When you get in case of you know, getting a system stolen or broken yeah, or whatever. No, you're right. You can no, re-download
3: them for free. Cause I still have people trying to log on to old Wii Us that they stole. Like oh, I no. literally still get I still get the security email that's like, hey, we gave you a temporary password. And I'm like, some guy uh, keeps trying yeah. every couple of months or so, they go, Oh man, this is gonna be the day somehow I magically get access. To an email account that I have no idea where it's at. So yeah.
1: Well, I'm sorry that that sucks, man. I'm sorry to hear that. But if you do ever get <laughs> if you ever get Mario Party again, <laughs> I love to play it online at some point. But yeah, no, I I can't believe like what two years after it was released, at least right? It, it's at least two years they yeah. finally added a uh, online, but it's only through friends. But uh, I guess the only I heard uh, I put up a thing on our community page, and Fuchsia actually did hit me back. And said that she played it online with somebody from Scotland, and it actually worked. So it worked pretty well. She said it got a little like a uh, framey, or it was, was kind of like a like a slideshow occasionally, but it worked for the most part. <laughs> she said. makes so. you wonder
2: if, after two years, like why did they do this after two years? Well, from, are they going to do some advertising push about my Party?
1: No, I, from what I heard, from what I've seen, like rumblings around the internet, is that this is the new this is the new system, the new online system, the Nintendo. You remember when Nintendo that's like right. finally did a, made a new online system? That's why they're doing this now mm. cuz they could didn't want to do it with their online system that's like fucking 30 years old or whatever that they did that they've been uh, okay. that they've been using. And uh supposedly Monster Hunter Rise was the one that brought out the new online system. Like got that it. was the first one to use it. And now that that's out there, now they can do Mario Party online. So I think that's why they finally got to it. Like they were putting it off because the internet wasn't good enough. So I got to test
2: and see if my Mario Maker two is better quality now.
1: Yeah, I'm saying they need to they need to switch all their other stuff to their new online service now because, yeah, I don't know. Does I mean you play a lot of Smash Brothers, uh, Kevin? Does it? Is it still awful? Or I mean, it's got to work better for you guys, right? Like since you've been doing it every week,
3: it's a different game. So. Um, and I don't know if Smash is Smash that they confirm that Smash is on like the new online system.
1: Uh, that I, that I don't know. I'll, I I think I'm pretty sure the Monster Hunter Rise is on there, and I think that Mario Party is too. This is just hearsay that I've read. I'm not saying that I like know anything or anything.
3: No, though. no, right. No, it's just so, what I've read. Yeah. And we've always said this about Smash Online specifically for Switch because Wii U really wasn't there, and then of course most people the the horror story of Brawl and stuff like that, and that that attempt at trying to achieve that. On Switch, you just play with different characters, right? I think (laughs) what most people realize is that if you play Smash Brothers Online, You play with different characters that don't have really precise kind of movements. There's ways to play Smash Brothers at a higher level with characters that you know are huge, take bigger, you know, take up more space, do things a lot differently. And you know, I think some people find themselves feeling like it's pretty playable, um, mostly because what we've seen is we've watched people actually get better at it. Right. So if it was unpredictable and really bad, we probably wouldn't see people make consistent improvement on it but when it comes down to it, we know like to some degree it's a different game, right? Mm -hmm. Because the moment you go back to playing offline, and you have turn, you know, you, you have things like, I mean, obviously most people are familiar at this point with the term wave dashing. Um, in a lot of ways when Smash 4 and them picked up, they had something called turn, you know, turn dashing where you turn left, turn, right. And so the moment you do that, those types of really quick high execution things are achievable again, and you start using characters that do an awesome job of being able to take advantage of that. When you're online, you just don't play like that. You realize that that type of technique probably Probably is not something you're going to get consistent results with. So people don't even try.
1: Yeah, because you're not going to get that. Uh, you're not going to get like the one to one, right? Because there's going to no, be lag in there. So it's not no, gonna, matter how, no matter how much yeah. you
3: try, it just it it's not going to be your right. It's not one to one that lat- latency exists. Physics. Mm-hmm. I told my students earlier today, the laws of physics teach us that no two things happen at the same exact time. Yeah.
1: It's like, uh, well, isn't that why they like cut it out of like uh, Evo, right? Then they weren't they going to do Evo like all digital or all uh, online <laughs> and they, they took Smash Brothers out
3: because it wasn't yes, going to work. Because <laughs> it just, it's not, it, they know that they knew that no matter yeah. what they did, that they probably were not going to get the type of engagement they want um, competitively. That crowd would never try and play that game that way.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully, I mean, I hope they add it to their other games. I don't, as far as I know, I don't think they're chained. It's weird. It's like if you if you change your online service or whatever you're using, you should put it in your stuff that's still there. You know, you should put it in like Splatoon and Smash Brothers and Mario Maker yeah. and Mario Kart and all this other stuff that's already going. But I don't know if they're going to do that. But on the on the subject of like Evo and stuff like that, do you want to? We should probably get into our topic here and talk about that that movie that that no one will shut up about.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: No, so I'm going to let you guys say whether or not you liked it and go first. I'm going to i I'm gonna reserve my comments at the end, and I, I'm i not going to be that guy in that way. I'll let you guys say what you want to say first.
2: Okay. We should go around one by one and just, you know, two, three words. <laughs> what would you feel about it?
1: Okay, we could do a, I, I mean, I have a few, That's a good idea. I have a few like sentences that I made sure to say to put in the notes and all that so I can say one of those as how as how I felt about it but sure yeah uh, who wants to start with this i'll say
2: i tolerated it at first and i hate it more with each passing day
1: it uh i said this before we <laughs> before we started recording i said this as well it actually kind of reminds me of the new star wars movies it's kind of the same way i felt especially with the first one you know when i saw it i thought it was okay but the more and more i thought about it the more and more i hated it <laughs> and it's like when you try to pick it apart there's not really much depth to it in there. And uh I don't know. They definitely they took a whole lot of liberties with it. And yeah, I'm kind of in the same way that John is. I'm also kind of fucking tired of it. I feel like everybody's talking about it. And we are too, but this is our first episode we've done after the after the movie. I still join the club, so right? Have to. <laughs> yeah. but, but I'm kinda of tired of hearing like of hearing uh stuff. adding about to it. the pile here. Yeah. I mean I guess I haven't really heard like only hear like one podcast thing about it so far, but Yeah. And also um Sub Zero is not the boss. That's my thing. I want to say, <laughs> but we'll talk about that more in a second. It would was F Zero. What do you think?
0: I uh, would just say that I'm not the target audience for this movie. I definitely just was finding it more funny than anything the whole time I was watching it. So in that regard, it was entertaining, but not for the right reasons.
1: Yeah, I think I feel like all the people that liked it are people that like don't play Mortal Kombat that much. And really hated the old Mortal Kombat movie, and are happy that it's just not that. It's like the same people. It's like the same people who like like J.J. Abrams trash. It was like, well, I didn't. It's like, well, I didn't like the. It's like I didn't like the prequels. So and this isn't the prequels. So it's good. You know, it's like uh, no, but uh, okay. (laughs) You know, it's like that's like I felt like that was a lot of people's the way they felt about this movie. Where it's like, well, you know, it's not the '90s one, so I like it. And it's like, well, okay, (laughs) it's uh, not really. Yeah. Um, yeah.
3: Well, okay, so to stick to John's criterion on this, because I'm going to, once again, I, I, the reason I wanted to wait to go last is because I didn't know how some people felt. And here's the thing. I'm happy that people like a thing. Sure. Um I think that the movie was weak. I think it was incredibly weak. And I know right now it's really easy to chalk that up to being like, well, you probably, you know, remember and have more nostalgia for the first two movies. And guess what? I'm ready to get like a lot of biases out the way or at least eliminate your thought about my bias. I don't think the first two movies were good movies either. I think they did. Uh, they did a thing, right? So the first two movies, well, the second especially one, the first one, the first, the second one, a, we all can agree. I just, wa- I, yes. just wa-
1: <laughs> I just watched the, I just watched the second one today because I wanted to watch all of the old ones again before we talked. And oh my God, that second one is so fucking weird. I want to be in that. It's, a,
3: it's just a weird, it's just a weird film. I,
1: I but, want to be in the pitch meeting for that. Cause it's like fucking, it's just like straight up. Like they were on whatever drugs there were at the time. And, it's, I mean, Liu Kang turns into a dragon, and and Khan turns into this three headed monster, and they have like the worst low low uh, budget CGI fight I've ever seen in the end of the movie. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening in this movie? It's,
3: they had several low budget CGI things, yeah. right? You but know, it's the, reptile, but the second um, one is the worst.
1: Yeah. Well, the second one no, had, double, had double the budget the first, but everything the second looks one had worse, double. Yeah. <laughs> but it looks way way worse. Like everything looks awful. Like looks like it was shot in the 70s. I'm like, what the hell is happening here? <laughs>
3: Where did you put the the money? I thought (laughs) thought overall, I thought the movie was weak, and so... Um, I have refrained. I've literally just like you, Trey, just from, you know, getting tired of seeing people kind of like argue about it. I've refrained from even entering the conversation because at this point, no matter what you say, it's really just kind of going into the void a little bit. Yeah. So I thought this was a perfect opportunity to be like, hey, so let me clearly like express my thoughts on why and how I'm not a big fan of it. And I think um, trying to be a bit more pragmatic about it as opposed to some reason. People are being emotional about this, like like it means something to them.
1: Oh sure, Um, yeah. Well, I mean mean, that's yeah. It's like oh wait, it's it's the same thing with people who like trash video games and all that and get mad that you like them. Where it's like that you
3: yeah. Which of course we was kind of crazy in that way because part of like and and I've probably like tried to gather up most of my thoughts in like three different things. But what I'll say at the beginning, and I'll let everybody you know once again go around the horn and share their thoughts. The one thing that i'll probably just say is that um so there's a couple things that i just have fundamental beliefs about about current media and the state of media and so the reason i probably feel precisely the way i feel about it is that i think that the idea of having a live action film in order to validate your medium your game your comic book I think that that is an antiquated idea. I think the concept of, in order for us to reach a larger audience, we have to have a live action film that's driven by lot real life actors that are going to help us sell a movie. Right. So imagine in the eighties and the nineties and all of these types of things when they say, well, Hey, let's put it together. A Spider-Man movie let's put together. You would think that, Hey, if the movie is animated, then this is probably for children. We're not going to reach the adults that we want to. We need to go after a big name, Hollywood celebrity to help us promote the movie and get people get butts in the seats beyond the enthusiast and beyond the kids. Right. I think that that, once again, I think that that idea is antiquated. I don't think that we need to validate any of our mediums by that. We've we've basically sat and watched animated films and things that were a part of animated universes for close to two decades now, and those things have performed just fine. Um, I think anyone that has watched any of the made-for-TV or the made-for-DVD um, DC Um, comic book series, things that have made it for home. Most of us love those way more than some of us do the live action things. And once again, if you look at it, it's the same recipe. The DC Warner Brothers live action um, cinematic universe is very much about Gal Gadot and how much people love her. It's about uh, Jason Momoa and how much people love him. And it's true. Those actors have done a great job at probably bringing that to audiences who didn't care about comic books before. Right. But look at what we're sacrificing and, and the space for it. each one. Each time those movies make an attempt to try to validate what people already like about the comic books, they end up failing about it. Now, that's for ver- for various different reasons, but I'm actually really getting tired of people trying. And the proof is not me just saying it. The Mortal Kombat games, basically since 2009, have done an amazing job at rebooting and moving their own narrative forward through Mortal Kombat 9, 10, and 11. Yeah. They've created some really great cutscenes that say, hey, story and things like this matter to us. We're developing a new one that also has new characters that we're going to introduce and give them life and color in their own way. And people are going to like and appreciate their gameplay experience. Even though it's a fighting game, we're going to have a campaign. So I think that from the start, most people are going to say, well, Kevin, I think that you're looking at this movie the wrong way. And I'm going to say I have a fundamental disagreement with the way the medium is treated, the concept that we have to make it live action in order for audiences to want to watch this. So I, I just disagree with that.
1: Yeah.
2: Well- agree. The movie has, did not prove the need for its existence.
1: No, well like I, the, yeah. the
2: game was plenty cinematic enough from what little I've played of it and I did I've noticed that the the cutscenes were of a certain quality like okay they stepped it up they actually tried to tell a, a good story in this fighting game good on them and the need for the movie becomes less and less with that
1: and I also want to say like talking about uh, off, off of what you said Kevin I totally totally agree with you on the animated stuff I watched the the, the Mortal Kombat animated movie Scorpion's Revenge that movie is yeah. great that movie's fucking awesome. It's like super, it's like way bloodier than the live action movie because it's animated and you could do whatever. And they do like X, they do like the X-ray moves. Like uh, yeah. Johnny Cage is in it. He's voiced by Joel McHale from uh, Community, which is fucking awesome. He's yeah. he's, he's great on there. But it's, it's on HBO Max too and I actually watched it that same day, Friday after I watched the regular movie. And I was like, the cartoon is way better. You were like, you were like, like, there's a I tournament watch a in bad here. Bad Mortal
3: Kombat movie. Yeah. Let me watch a good Mortal Kombat yeah. movie.
1: <laughs> no, I'm I'm on the side of. I mean, most. Of the, I think most of the time, the animated versions of anything are better. Like those, like those, D, those DC movies that are on HBO Max are fucking awesome. Like they're really, yes. really good. Like uh, Flashpoint. Well, Flash Flashpoint is like one of the f- my, one of the best ones I've ever seen. I think.
2: I think but, also because the budgets on those are smaller than these gargantuan movies that the people in charge aren't paying as much attention, and they hand it off to people who actually care about it.
1: Yeah, they don't and need. They don't really need like some. They don't need like a celebrity director or whatever. Even though. This director like did nothing, which is really weird as to as to how he got it. But but yeah, we're like for like the Star Wars thing where it's like instead of giving it to like I don't know, like the the guy who wrote all the Clone Wars cartoons, let's give it to this other guy who's not done anything. You know, it's like it's it's weird. Like yeah, you're right. Since it's a smaller budget, they give it to people who actually can write better, and that's where you get better stuff in the cartoon world than live action world. But
2: you know. so can any of us summarize the story of this new Mortal Kombat movie?
1: Oh oh, I can. <laughs> let's hear. It. Uh, like, do I have a time limit? <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> so, okay. So the story is, uh, what Scorpion gets killed in the beginning and, uh, but he's not Scorpion yet, but his uh, kid lives. Uh, Raiden takes him. He disappears. Uh, we have to spend time with, uh, Mr. Generic, which I refer to him as Taven because he's just as generic as Taven was from <laughs> oh, Mortal Kombat Armageddon. Yeah. If you remember him, Yes, <laughs> he's a terrible, terrible character. He kind of looks like him and, from that
2: picture that you shared.
1: Yeah, they do. They They look the same. Uh, anyway, yeah, you get this guy and then like the, I don't know, for some reason he has a mark that's a dragon on him and he goes and finds Sonya and she says Mortal Kombat like 20 times and that transports him to, uh, Mortal to Luke Kang's <laughs> yeah. hideout and, it, I don't know, and then, and then they talk about there may being a tournament and then like, scorpion shows up and so, and sub-zero dies and it's over i don't know i don't want to go through the whole thing because it's already making me upset just from trying to remember the story of this I, movie and how I dumb it is
0: say my favorite scene i can go through yeah it oh,
1: for <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah your, your scene, scene is, is funny if it's the one that you yeah here's my
0: favorite scene and i don't remember the character names i'm sorry who is the guy that had the like who was like chained up at the beginning kano kano, kano. all right so they're wanting to go to the temple or whatever in the desert Like, well, how are we going to get there? And Kano's like, I have a friend with a plane. They're like, oh, you have a friend with a plane? Yeah. All of a sudden, they're in a plane. And (laughs) Kano's in the front with the pilot. And the pilot says, or the Kano says, I'm doing this for my mom. And the pilot says, oh, your mom's been dead for 20 years. And Kano says, well, a boy can wish or something like that. Then all of a sudden, the other guy in the back's like, wait, I've never been skydiving before. And then Kano comes and pushes him out of the plane. And then the chick's like, asshole and all of a sudden you see some parachutes and then they're walking through a desert.
1: Yeah, that was really weird. I remember watching that with the Jess and I we watched it together and I'm like I'm like why did they para- like why do they have to parachute to the top of this <laughs> mountain to walk to like the, to walk, to, walk, to, to, walk yeah. to the temple it's like the pilot had
2: somewhere to be them and he can't <laughs> land the plane he's gotta go
1: i i figured it was just like uh let's you know we need a higher budget in this so let's have him skydive for no reason i feel like we the need pilot to spend some more, more money
0: backstory that they cut out yeah the pilot, like had a really interesting like <laughs> she was very like steampunk looking
1: i was gonna say what is that i was gonna say the pilot is striker the the, the cop from the <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't she remind me a
3: little bit of large margin. Uh, no, yeah, I have no idea. I was trying to think back to maybe it was a character they were trying to relate it to, or she was a callback to something. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine that character being anything in the Mortal Kombat game universe that I I just haven't seen or read before. So yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. But I think you touch on something really interesting in that, Jeremy. Even though it's your favorite scene, probably because. <laughs> Kano acted the living heck out of this, out of that role. Um, I think Kano did a lot to just bring a lot of great, a great color and creativity. Um, I'll do two things in this, in this uh, spiel. I'm going to give in this one. So the first one is. Um, one of the things that I think you touch on, Jeremy, that I think the film does way too much of, is that it asks reasonable audiences to just ignore things that don't make too much sense a whole lot. Like a lot every of it, mov- yeah. every movie does that, right? Every movie has things in it that they're like, "Please, no one cares, ignore that," and we kind of do. So, there's a lot of films that do that in general, right? But this movie has a list of things that it's like, dude, you just got to ignore that in order to like get over this. Right. And so um, I think the film does that too much. And I'll come back to that idea. But the one other thing that I always just the other thing I was going to do is establish again a particular uh, uh, some way that I look at these movies differently is I come from a different era where without the CG, in order for an action movie to be really good, especially a martial arts actor um, uh, movie, is that though the cut, the not the cut scenes, but the combat scenes have to be really above par, right? And so yeah. I know that for me, my personal taste is that a movie like this has violence in it, but it does not have good combat or martial arts scene, if that makes sense for some people, right? So I agree. So if I were going to make this, like if I were going to try to break this down in a way that you could think about it, once again, pragmatically and piece by piece, and this film... This 2021 film, the uh actors who fulfilled the roles of Sub Zero, um, Cole Young, and Scorpion are um trained you know martial art actors, right? And you can kind of see it, I think they did a really poor job at putting Cole in situations that highlight it. But at the very beginning of the movie, I think the reason that anyone can like those fight scenes is because you got two trained martial arts actors doing a really great job at that Mm -hmm. and what i found out a lot of these movies really kind of do is that they have actors that they've trained to do scenes like that but to clean things up beyond things that you know people have used for years like camera angles and things like that you'll also notice that they've used cg to make up for their lack of good combat right Mm -hmm. so anytime you're like hey this isn't going so well then here comes the CG to try to save what they can and can't do. So that's like, let's make a really great example of it. I think that the Sonya Blade um, Sonya Blade and um, Kano fight was fun. Don't get me wrong. I thought that was a fun fight, but it wasn't a really great combat scene. How do we know why? They knew to put that scene in the dark. They oh, yeah. knew to be like this scene is going to be in the dark because you if can't people see can yeah. see these punches and these kicking these kicks. They know it will be bad. And here's the thing. I don't think right. that's the end of the world. I think this is something that's a particular taste of mine and why I would say I don't like this movie. Um, we can go back to the original uh, films and go, hey, listen. The guy who played Scorpion and Sub-Zero martial art actors, they were like the guys. The guy who played Sub-Zero, that particular actor was also not only a, a trainer for martial arts, but also is a ballerina. So these are people who are really capable of doing things with their body that make you say, wow, right? I think a really great example for a casual moviegoer is watch a Jackie Chan film. Mm-hmm. Watch how Jackie Chan- mm-hmm. Rumble in the Bronx. Rumble in the Bronx. But you Love can have those scenes all shot in the same camera angle because what they're allowing Jackie to do is to make you go wow with what his body can do and not saying, hey, man, we're going to go over the shoulder and show this punch and show this punch. We're going to change camera scenes on this kick. We're going to change switch cameras. And then at the end he's gonna have a glowing red fist. And that's what's going to be the way that we pull together the action and entertainment of this scene. Instead, you see Jackie get hurt, he gets hit. And when you connect, there's a, I can't remember which film it was. It wasn't Rumble in the Bronx. It, it may have been, I can't remember which one it was, but there's one where he gets into a scene where he's shin kicking against another guy and they're shin kicking back and back and back. And yeah. when you watch Jackie Chan and that other trained martial arts actor do that, it looks amazing. You feel the hurt in those shin kicks, right? I think another person that's a really great example, if you're just YouTube searching and you want to go, so Kevin, what the heck are you actually talking about? Just search for Tony John, the protector or on any of those things where with his body does things that make you go, wow, that was amazing. Right? So for me, once again, I come from an era where without the computer graphics, without the special effects, guys really had to be able to make you go wow with their bodies. And I think so, a lot of these movies really just lack in those ways. I think mm. that it's really difficult for me to go, yeah, man, I love all of these combat scenes when it's just like, you know, you look at um, any one of Jax's scenes. Jax's scenes were really rough to watch as far as fights go. You know, they have the gore. So if you came to see that, that's cool. And I could totally see how a person just sits down to this and just (laughs) enjoys it. But, you know, for me, it's really rough to be like, so he holds onto the hammer. They trade a few punches. He's got CG arms. Rako is half CG. And then at the end, he claps his head off. Right. So, I mean, it's nice that that's a callback to the game, but you know, again, stuff like callbacks to the game don't, in my opinion, make a good substitution. Exactly. Right. lack of martial arts, you know what Not I mean? Not creativity, it's or, it's, or, it's or lack of, in
2: something that's already existed. Or and, lack of and, story.
1: Or lack yeah, of specific, story, like, but, like I was saying with the Star Wars stuff. Like, you can't just fucking quote the whole old movies and say it's yeah. a new movie. <laughs> You know, you can't yeah. just, like, say a line from another thing and be like, oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. and it's like, no, just because you recognize it. Just because it reminds you of a better movie doesn't make it a good movie. You know, the new, new Star Trek is- had the same problem, <laughs> yeah. It's like the fan
0: <laughs> service is a punchline to a joke.
3: Like it's leading up to it. And it's like,
0: and oh yeah, uh, destroy him or whatever. Like,
3: yeah. Like they were saying fatality right. and flawless victory behind their own stuff, which is, you know, I think that's like, okay. Yeah. To, like laugh at something that seems cheesy and be like, oh, I'll get over that, which is fine. Um, But it's just like, again, stuff like that no longer really impresses me in the film, you know? So things that I think other people sat there and was like, oh great. I got to recognize this callback based on like the, the paintings that they had of other characters mm-hmm. that if you recognize them, then you got the the feeling or the sensation from being someone who's into the Mortal Kombat universe. But those types of things really don't impress me. You know, what does impress me is Mortal Kombat 11 and its aftermath sequence with, the, with that campaign has brought life to the character Sindel. The character Sindel is a way more developed character through this series that also highlights and touches on Shiva. Shiva's not just another Shokan. She's not the girl version of Goro in this game. Mm -hmm. You know, that campaign and that story and that narrative that the game tells, in my opinion, is way more valuable than the way that they taught things in this movie. And so, you know, if I'm going to wrap it all up or sum it all up into something, I think this movie does three things that I really don't appreciate one, I don't think that they, I think that they got a, a uh, someone is making a directorial debut. So that's number one, the source material. So, you know, to some degree, I kind of looked at it like the source material is not being respected here. No, no, number no. two, the movie does a ton of unnecessary things that are just completely unnecessary. No one has ever wondered why people in Mortal Kombat have special moves. I, I hated that so much. Yep. They that, were like, "We need to invent something so that casual audience." You have to, to find your chi
2: or whatever it was.
3: Well, chlorines. Well, well, so that, can, so right, like yeah. right? <laughs> so so <laughs> like, okay.
1: So like the first. So the first Mortal Kombat game is based on Enter the Dragon, right? It's inspired yeah. heavily, inspired by Bruce Lee's Enter the Dragon. The idea of it was that these are the best fighters and they're going to this tournament because they're the best fighters and they're going to find out who's the best and fight Goro and Shang Tsung and all that at the top of the ladder. Like, that's how it worked. You know, it's like, and not, not that they went there and then they got powers and then they fought each other. Like that was, that like was something I had a major, major problem with. I was like, what, I was like, why does this have to be a fucking superhero movie? And why does Kano all of a sudden shoot lasers out of his head? Like That was like a mechanical implant that he, he had. Have, yeah, It was an it implant wasn't, before. Right? It wasn't it, like just something that he came to because he realized his own self-worth or something. You know? Oh, it was, sure. least, no, he you He's a
3: hulk. He, if you make him angry, yeah. he's going to shoot lasers out of his eyes. And so part <laughs> of what I felt like was really problematic about the insertion of unnecessary things like the dragon tattoo, which doesn't Right now, Stupid. it doesn't make yeah. any sense. It yeah. makes on the nose, it makes sense that, hey, if you got a dragon tattoo, you're in the tournament. You're supposed to be in the tournament, right? But here's the issue. So I see Scorpion at the very beginning of the movie has a dragon tattoo, right? But he gets killed. So do, so does all of your children get it? Because his son got killed. His firstborn son got killed, which I would have thought... Would have been the person that has it. So does that mean everybody in your family gets one? You know, well, if you're born, yeah. if you're <laughs> if you're born yep. into it, everybody in the family gets a dragon tattoo. Yeah, right. Well, it's you yeah, know, got
2: killed. What, didn't they also say that if you kill somebody, you take their dragon tattoo? Yeah, that's right. and, and that's kind of like Sonia
1: got Sony it. Got it. That's how Sonia got it. Yeah, kind of. So, so then, the, how the did it get passed yeah. down to his great great grandson or whatever?
3: Because once again. So once again, so does that mean that all of Scorpion's children got a dragon tattoo? tattoo because that's how the dragon tattoo works and so my problem isn't that oh you added something unnecessary it's fluff i'm not complaining about fluff for fluff sakes i'm complaining about the problem that it presents right because now you're getting ready to do like dragon ball z with power levels and write yourself into a corner so where right. did the dragon tattoo stop Does, is it possible anybody can have a dragon tattoo that yeah. we just don't about yet are they special are they chosen ones and don't know they're chosen ones once again do do chosen ones multiply if you have a bunch of kids was i got yeah. a whole mortal combat <laughs> tournament right here yeah, me yeah. and my <laughs> kids versus you and your kids here's the next mortal combat <laughs> tournament yeah. so they added something unnecessary that just didn't need to be there um the other thing that i felt felt they added unnecessarily was um the addition of cold um, Cole I sucks. Yes. He was a big, big one. And he's not cool. He's not a cool he's character. He's not cool. His powers aren't
1: cool. Yeah, His, he has, his powers
3: yeah. don't even make sense. I mean, so are you telling me that his arcana was, hey, so every time I enter a fight, I get this armor that absorbs punches and I get to punch people back with it. That's his, That's his like... His, you
2: become Black Panther. Special move,
3: right, so, right. His special move is he gets literal plot armor and then Tomfas, and so... Yeah, Tomfas reason, suck, <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not, it's like, can't it's make so them look cool. It not only does all of that, but once again, it forces us to tar- start telling parts of a story that don't even necessarily make sense and might have you writing yourself into a corner again. So, like, let's think about this. The guy gets... You know, basically an invulnerability if he can just stand back up. He doesn't seem to be taking any type of cuts. He doesn't seem to be getting any type of bruises, none of that. And we invented him in a way that doesn't even connect back to anything. He doesn't look like Scorpion. He doesn't have the spear like Scorpion. His power in no way, shape or form relates to Scorpion. Um, I also thought it was funny that like all these unnecessary things that they gave this character also caused them to do a bunch of stuff that also doesn't make more sense. He lost his first MMA fight. He lost the battle to uh, Sonya Blade. Sonya Blade flipped him over pretty easily. He had to run from Sub Zero in the beginning. He never beat Kung Lao, never beat Liu Kang. He never (laughs) beat Kano. And then he doesn't even beat Sub Zero
1: either. Yeah.
3: (laughs) No, then his powers allow him to beat the nine time Mortal Kombat champion on the first go round with no coach.
1: Oh, yeah, that sucked. I was so mad about that. That was the worst use of Goro ever. I was they like, turn, I,
3: they turn their bad guys into jobbers, Trey.
1: I know it. I'm not into it. I, it. I was like, I was like, I was like, the fucking, I'm like, fucking Captain Generic here is killing, killed Goro. <laughs> like, what, what happened? Like, I was so mad. I, I was Later con- that day. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I, I was convinced that. When I was watching it, actually, I was convinced that he was going to become Scorpion, and I was so mad. I was like, oh my god, are you going to turn this guy into my fucking char- favorite character, and you're going to make me like this fucking asshole? Because I don't want to like this guy. And that was that was another huge misfire of this movie, by the way. Why'd you take out fucking Scorpion? Scorpion's like the face of Mortal Kombat. He's only in it for like five minutes in the, at the end of the movie. It's like... I don't know. Like I said, it's so much like Star Wars. It's like Luke's the Luke's the most popular character. Take him out of the movie, okay? You know, it's like it's like Metal Gear Solid 2. Like take Snake out because why? Well, I don't know. Cause because because yeah. And, and and that doesn't make any sense to me. Because like I said, it's like it's like a Super Mar- like watching a Super Mario movie. In the very beginning of the movie, he gets in a pipe, and then a bunch of other shit happens, and then at the end of the movie, he comes out of the pipe and kills a Goomba, and then it's done. You know, that's like this. That's like this movie. You know, just, you took the main character out of the whole thing. It's like, I don't know. No. Yeah. I was so mad about that, because I love Scorpion. Scorpion is the mascot of Mortal Kombat. Like, his face is what NetherRealm Studios logo is now, is fucking Scorpion. So, it's... I don't know, and not to mention that there is no Mortal Kombat in this Mortal Kombat. Also, There's right, no, they didn't have that. <laughs> right, they
3: skipped the turn. They skipped the tournament. They were yeah. just like, well, we're gonna break the rule. No tournament, guys, here, guys. It's, it's like guys, what, guys, what, what, they, what if they practiced
2: they, against each other? Wasn't that good enough?
1: It's <laughs> like what if we? Yeah, it's like what if we don't have a tournament in it, and we mix Sub Zero like the boss, and then it just ends. It's like what? And then like yeah, and then fucking uh, generic dude like turns to the camera and he's like, we will go find other fighters and we'll go to the tournament next movie. And I'm like, oh my god. All right.
3: <laughs> what, yeah, no, I, I really do feel like, you know, once again, they added a lot of unnecessary elements, I think, to try to bridge people's understanding. Um, I mean, it was uh, the director also said, it. hey, man, we in, we included Cole Young so that and his words were so that you don't have to be a Mortal Kombat PhD. And I thought it was interesting that Jeremy said, I'm not the target audience. And I was like, but you I don't are. think this movie, <laughs> yeah. I don't think this movie knows who's this target audience. Because yeah. <laughs> yep. nope. if they're claiming that, hey man, we don't know if people know Mortal Kombat characters in 2021, man. I don't know anyone who's like, hey, I I, I saw a, a trailer for a movie about this Mortal Kombat thing. Now I don't know anything about it. But I'm definitely going to go check that out. No, everyone who's going to go see the Mortal Kombat movie is at least familiar with it, even from a cursory level. No one said, I want to be introduced to this media called Mortal Kombat Based on just this movie, you know, trailer or picture that I saw. No one said that. Anyone that's watching this has some familiarity with the series enough to know Luke Kang, Shang Sun, Scorpion. Even if they might not know Sub Zero or Shang Sung, they know those characters. So I was just like I said, I don't even know if they know who they're trying to reach with this. I think they're just trying to say. We just want a general bigger audience than people who like the game, which I think once again is already a misunderstanding of like what the game is yeah. or how important and impactful the game is way beyond like, oh, we got to make a movie to make sure people know about this thing. It's like, no, bro, you're, you're, already you're 30 years it. late. We already <laughs> know what it is. You know, we don't need to be reminded or refreshed or brought to new people. And Say so there were
0: like laws passed because of this game.
3: Yeah. Come on. Thank oh yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, well you got, you got like 11 mainline games, not to mention, or do or I think they count like DC versus MK in as one of them. I'm just saying there's a shit ton of Mortal Kombat games. The game's been around for the series has been around forever. I think people know what Mortal Kombat is, and yeah, and why don't you just? I mean, we should just make it, just make it like the game is, so the people who like the game will like the movie, and they'll tell their friends about it, and then you, and then more people will go. You know, <laughs> like instead before of you, who, b-
3: before yeah. you try to tell if it's before this person tries to tell that weak argument that well maybe this is for kids, it's an R rated movie, children weren't supposed to be watching for kids, yeah, part of target for kids cut it cut it out, stop the madness. it's this not in the 80s. it's so not it's for
1: kids. It's not for kids, but there is also <laughs> some stuff that's weirdly like censored kind of in there. like the ending fatality was was a uh, scorpion, where he like barely burns Sub Zero, like he kind of like singes. We didn't and get he's the dead. skeleton.
3: Yeah, we didn't get the skeleton well, body at the end. <laughs> it, it
1: actually it, it it reminded me of the Mortal Kombat versus DC game. You remember that one where everything was kind of censored because of the DC license? Because so, yeah, they didn't want yeah it so they wouldn't burn down to the bones, and they'd just be kind of like they'd be a little bit hotter, and then they're dead. Oh, I guess or like, you know? yeah. yeah. The heart, the heart
0: getting ripped out. You wanted. to... You want to see that, and it's the weird CGI lizard that gets. Tired.
1: Yeah, that's another yeah. thing. Like the well, oh. they had to do this, I guess, to keep it R, but still, like, just just make it unrated, man. We're in the fucking pandemic; nobody's going to theaters. I know. Well, I guess some people did for this, yeah. but but just release it on HBO Max and and make it fucking X or whatever. I, that's what I say because I feel like every bloody fatality in it was about like non-human characters, like it was like for for like reptile or like Cabal, where you can't see like any of them or like. Uh, or like um, Nataro, like the one with Natara, the lady with yeah, the wings. They, which uh, yeah,
4: there Natara. were
1: there were like some kind of weird inclusions in there. Like that one was like okay, I kind of kind of remember her. Yeah,
3: be like yeah, Natara, that's what we need in this. Well, I, think- I, also, I
2: also think if they gave it some, if they gave the movie some more personality and sense of humor, they could have had it as violent as the games, and it would have received an R. Yeah, if you look like Deadpool, Deadpool gets away with some crazy stuff because it's yeah. funny because it presents itself as a, as a comedy. And uh, I think uh, if somebody with a little bit more of a sense of playfulness to them were were to direct this movie, then um, we we could, we could have got all the the violence and everything in there in a comedy package.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't, you couldn't hire Tim Miller for this. What's, what's he doing nowadays? (laughs) I mean, I, I think that would be a lot of fun. Like I saw John kind of put down some, directors that he'd rather have do it and i was just kind of playing with that too i was like well tim miller like for deadpool like that'd be a great choice for this
2: i thought of him too i couldn't remember his name off the top of my head but yeah yeah, he would have been great Um, i try to think of people who who like who know enough to just take a simple premise uh, make a movie about ninja demons fighting each other in a tournament tournament or whatever you know so robert rodriguez he would make made a good movie Guillermo del Toro. I'd love to see that.
1: Yeah, but that that, that was on mine. Well, I want I want a Gu- Guillermo del Toro movie, but I want it just to be about like Shiva and Goro and Kentaro and just like the big <laughs> monster ones, because that's we'll Guillermo's. That's yeah. Gu- well, Guillermo's thing is all about the monsters. So I want like the monsters. I want one that's just like Motaro and Moloch and all these weirdos, and we'll just do that, and that'll yeah. be the Gu- Guillermo in, in movie in general. Yeah,
2: <laughs> the whole approach they should they should have done the Avengers approach. I mean, my mind, Warner brothers has screwed this up twice now by trying to make a big team up movie without doing the, the first movie. Yeah, yeah. Right. Make it about a couple of characters, handful of characters, have a few others sort of pop in, in the background, whatever. And then in movie four or movie five, that's mortal combat. That's the tournament. Sure. It's all building up. Tell the stories of everybody. Well, that, I mean, they they're kind of,
1: yeah, kind of doing they that. Really no, built an interesting yeah.
2: franchise, but I, I, now it's kind of like, yeah, I hope they can correct it for number two, but I don't care. Yeah. So John,
3: I think that's a really yeah. great point because here's what ended up happening. They took one of their most iconic characters in Luke Kane and gave him a total demotion.
1: Yeah, Luke that, Kang's like, not the main uh, character uh, anymore either. Like he was at the at main what character. Co- at what cost
3: yeah. did we have to turn around and say, like, hey, well, so in order to add this cold person and in order to somehow like bring the relevancy in full circle? to the uh, scorpion sub-zero fight we're going to introduce this new character that in my opinion i don't think he's cool right no um, i don't I think anybody he,
1: does even the people yeah, that right. like him don't like <laughs> even he,
3: people who like it you know don't like um, cole
1: yeah because it's like what he doesn't bring anything to the series or the movie or yeah he's like he, he's basically a cr- he's a creative <laughs> character where you just don't add any details to it it's just you just leave it there and just push start you can that's just your tell guy. his kids were disappointed <laughs> in
3: him <laughs> No, um, one of the things I think that's really important, and I brought this up to somebody beforehand. Um, I think it's Robin Show, who was the live action. For yeah, back in 95. Um, yep. I think one of the things that they allow him to do just through some really simple but keen writing was they made him cool at the beginning. Remember, he wasn't supposed to go to the tournament, but he was like, yo, Raiden. I'm going to the tournament. Yeah, Shang Tsung killed my brother. And then we was like, oh, okay. Well, guess what, man? He might be young. He might be a mm-hmm. little egotistical, might be brash but he's going to learn some lessons. He's going to get flipped yeah. on his butt a few times, but he's cool because he was like, Hey man, I'm going to take what's mine. And I'm going to go after the opportunity to make it happen. And just in that little bit of thing, we got a nice little character from this guy that made us want to root for him to some degree. Cole, you don't know whether to feel sorry for him or root for him. I mean, he goes yeah. and lose once again, he loses his first MMA matches, gets stolen, then gets armbarred out of it. And then like his, like, stone of a wife and daughter are like, yeah, he did it. Okay, he didn't win. And so you go, "Uh, okay, all right, I guess I'm I'm not supposed to. Then, like, once again, let's, let's think about what they had to sacrifice to insert Cole. He, once again, gets flipped over by Sonya, so he's not even better than Sonya. Then... He doesn't defeat Reptile. Kano actually does that. Then in the training montages, never beats Kung Lao, never gets good enough to be like, Aha, I got you. Never outdoes Liu Kang in any of those series. And then he quits. Raiden sent, <laughs> sent him home and he quit. He was going to quit. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, you'd be like, dag, man, do I root for this guy? Like yeah. he, he, a, he hasn't why had a he... particularly bad time. They haven't like berated him. and was like, you trash They though. Like, they let him be and they were happy for him to be there. They were just like, but you got to find your Arcana, man. You got to hurry up with this. We, we yeah. got five. We got five days, <laughs> man. Come on. Yeah, and he, so,
2: he, why he, did he, he get into any of this? To start he, he quit. With, because he, he got quits. a fucking tattoo yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. by chance. (laughs) He's got a tattoo. Like, there's zero reason for him to be there. Yeah, and he quits and goes home and beats Goro. Uh.
3: Yeah, and on on a (laughs) whim, right? On a whim, beats Goro. And so, once again, I feel like, you know, the third thing and the thing that stands out to me in the movie that really is a detractor for me, the thing that I say, here's one of the, the core things that I don't like about this is that the movie asks you way too many times to just believe something and accept it, accept yeah. it and kind of move forward, right? Well, guess what? He's going to be Goro off rip. That's something that's like, so I'm supposed to just accept that and keep moving forward. Oh, oh, okay, cool. Um, I had a whole Jax complaint section. So I was like, all right, so Jax in a rather cool cool CG scene. I think the CG effect of him losing his arms was cool looking. I thought sure, yeah, was- yeah. You know there was some brutality in that that made me feel like oh man, and he get then he pushed him off the edge and he like hit his head on the other so I was like oh that's kind of cool, but then guess what they were like so these monks who are uh, ju- they just got rocks they don't have anything but rocks <laughs> yeah. somehow yeah. they're gonna be prosthetic specialists yeah yeah and then their special prosthetics was paper clips they was like let's give them some paper clip arms and I'm supposed to just accept that I'm supposed to like a- that out of my mind and go. Yeah, that makes sense, man. They, I thought about uh, a <laughs> yeah that was. So I thought weird about that, that scene yeah.
0: in Spinal Tap where they ordered the arches, <laughs> yeah, the tiny arches. I was like, yeah. did the monks like get the measurements wrong? When they made yeah,
3: they just didn't. They didn't do it right. <laughs> well, here, guess what? It gets even better, Jeremy, because they gotta gotta got to level up. The, yeah, he's got the prosthetic arms, but Jax's Arcana was. The arms were always there. He just needed to believe in (laughs) them. They were always there. So it's like, so I'm supposed to accept that everybody else went through a training montage and they got their powers through something, some type of experience, right? Jax's experience was, hey, man, a boulder fell on Sonya. And I believe that I'm strong enough now, and so now <laughs> the arms materialize on the spot. Yeah. I'm supposed to just accept that. I was just like, that's the, the list of things that they want you to just accept." Like goes yeah. and gets way. too did long. they
2: there's
3: that, there's did they ever make
2: any sort of like explanation about like what is the source of Akana or like?
3: No, it's uh,
2: I, it's just not that something. I it, yeah. it, it's going to give you random metal arms. It's going to give you why because that's, that's your thing. thing.
3: Well, right. I, and that's because it's yeah. your thing.
1: Wasn't it? Well, because when like Kano sees Lu Kang and Liu Kang has fire powers, which I always figured that Liu Kang had fire powers because he's a fucking monk and he's been studying for years and he learned how to fucking shoot fire out of his hands. Like, that's what I thought. I never thought it was a weird thing. Like, I didn't think he well, just got powers. You know, I thought he do developed it, it like from training and all that.
3: Think about this, Trey. Why does Ryu have a Hadouken? You don't know because because he trained. (laughs) But guess what? It's never mattered before. It doesn't matter exactly. Yeah, never. We've (laughs) never. We've never turned on a fighting game in the existence of home console and arcade games. We've never turned on a fighting game and said. You know that's just not believable, and so I don't <laughs> think I'm going to play this game anymore. Yeah, exactly. You, you just want
1: to. Th- you just want to throw the fireball. We accept. We accept
3: yeah. that that fighting game people have superpowers. They can do these things. That's been mm-hmm. a long accepted fact. We don't need science and facts. And once again, the reason it's problematic is because it only asks more questions than it answers. Yeah. It's like, so, mm-hmm. okay, so your powers come from somewhere and they could be anything. So what What was Jack's powers if they didn't lose his arms? What would be right. his arcana then? Yes. Oh, who knows? And so there's some that just, that just go, well, great, man. You don't understand this. And you you really can't ask any questions because it just doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. that just is what it is. And like I said, that list grows just way too long. A mm-hmm. list of things that they're just like, hey, man, you got to accept that um, Cole has body armor and it does a thing and it's not a special move for him. It's a brand new state. It's an upgrade to his whole body. You know, and that's his arcana, and that just is what it is. It trying to create a reason for why things exist, something as simple as that was an unnecessary thing that's causing them to corner themselves on stuff that just doesn't make no sense. Uh
1: yeah, it for just gets sure. it all
2: bogged down and like someone just make a movie that's fun, like that's it. Don't don't explain so much, just have fun with it. It's Mortal Kombat. Well, that's just what I go. mean.
1: That that's how people defend it. They're like, oh, but it was fun. You know, it was uh, it was dumb, but it was fun. It's like it wasn't it's like it was laborious. It's like, no, it was just dumb. It wasn't fun, too. So,
3: Trey, here's what I really (laughs) think has happened, and this is part of the thing that I've been really ready to address. A lot of people, I can totally see how a lot of people sat down and had fun watching this. And here's why. I think that this movie is coming out with zero competition. It's in its own bubble. If we had to watch this movie next to Captain America Civil War, if we had to watch this movie next to Black Panther, if we had to watch this movie next to any of the movies that came out and made for the past 10 years... Mortal Kombat would definitely be the last movie on the list that we would be rooting for sure and I I think that that's okay for people to realize right I think to some degree it's okay for people to say hey man in the middle of the quarantine I had a lot of fun watching a movie that wasn't that awesome but man it was a really really nice sweet spot because we're having a content drought right now we're having a little bit of a content drought Um, Wonder Woman 84 didn't do so swell and it came out on its own and I think Once again, we've just been hungry for a movie that kind of feeds our nerd, you know, our nerd tendencies. Mm -hmm. And this movie got it got incredibly promoted. It got promoted to the point where everyone knew it was coming out. And most people don't want to try to be like, hey, well, that was a waste of time. I think they really are happy with what they got to see. But I think that only could have happened in the middle of a quarantine while people could see a movie at home and not spend seventeen dollars on tickets per person and pay for parking. $30 on popcorn. If you had to pay for that and this was the movie you got, Mm -hmm. we would have harshly criticized it. People would have definitely thrown away their content drought biases the same way we did when Fantastic Four wasn't good, the same way we did when Green Lantern wasn't good, the same way we judged a live action film that did not respect its source material in Dragon Ball Z. When when those (laughs) movies came out with competition, we clearly were able to be like, this is a bad movie, and guess what? I like I like Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. It's not an awesome movie. It was, awesome it was movie. okay, I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a lot of fun. But I'm not going to try to defend the merits of that movie to somebody to yeah. try to be like, but this is why I like it. It's like, no, I just like it. Like sure. I don't I don't need to prove that a movie that's not great, you know, is <laughs> great because I liked it. And I feel like there's a lot of that going on. There's a lot of people defending it because they like it. And guess what? If you didn't need this movie to follow any type of continuity to the game, that's fine. Just say that. If you don't need this movie to make sense, most of its plot or any of that, just say that. (laughs) But asking me to objectively say that that doesn't matter and it's still a good film because of that. I think that's where it starts to kind of become a little silly. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, like a bad movie, just be like, I like the movie and it's bad. So what? There's no medal. There's no medal in this. You don't win a prize for proving that a bad movie was good. So yeah, it's definitely bad. Uh, It's
0: not the particular hill to die on, right? Yeah.
3: I mean,
1: it's and and I, I totally agree with you, Kevin. Because what is great about this movie is, yeah, I didn't have to buy a ticket to it and go to a movie and like feel all disappointed again like I did with the last movie I went to go see, Sonic the Hedgehog. You know, I don't have to deal with that all over again. (laughs) Yep. So, I mean, at least there's that. I can just sit at home and watch it on the TV through HBO Max and I'm already paying, I love HBO Max, so I mean, I don't, it's not like I had to get it to watch the movie. I already watched a shit ton of stuff on there because I have so many good things on there. But it's like, I'm like, cool, I can just do that, you know, and just watch it and not really not really care. I don't got to go to a theater. And yeah, if I went to a theater, I'd be more angry about it because I had to go out and see it. And, and I think and other people it. would too. Like, same with fucking Tenet. Like, when you keep talking about, like, trying to, like, believe that things can work in a movie, that's the same thing that that movie is. And that movie's fucking dumb the whole way through. Yeah. And it's like, I think if people would have saw that in the theater... They would have been pissed. Like you would be hearing that everywhere. You if would you, be talking about how saw, bad it if was. If you went mm-hmm. to
3: the movie theaters and you decided not to go see Avengers for Mortal Kombat, you would be kicking yourself. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you would be kicking yourself if you decided to do that. Mm-hmm. And so, once again, I dang near. Part of the reason I hadn't participated in the conversation is because. My goal has never been to make someone who likes the movie not like the movie. Like, I don't see the point in that. I'm happy that once again, I'm happy that people like a thing in the middle of the quarantine. It's a really great Mm -hmm. it's a really great bright moment for people who probably are like, man, I'd love to see something like that. So I'm I'm not really particularly concerned with changing people's opinion on it. But I'm just saying if we could, like, objectively grade this movie, the movie at best is a five out of ten. You know, sure. The best.
2: yeah, I walk away from this movie with the same feeling that I walked away from Sonic the Hedgehog. The same prevailing feeling was:
1: you want to go to Olive Garden? Wait, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Olive Garden, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you
2: know, all that blood really got me in the mood for some you know, ragu <laughs> marinara. and you know, marinara. Yeah, endless breadsticks. No, it, my prevailing feeling for both movies was was just wasted opportunity. Yeah, like, know, now they're, sure. not gonna, they're not going to they're not going to set up the proper Mortal Kombat movie. They're going to continue with this, you know, if it's a success. And I see that that Sonic could have had a, a, a good series going if they based it on the comics that people love so much. And I'm sure there's some great storylines in there that they could have based it on, but instead they went the direction that they went. Yeah, This one, they should have done the Avengers route. They should have had multiple movies of individual characters and then come together for a team-up movie. A team-up movie. Imagine... When you first saw the the Avengers, you how know, you were anticipating that. Now imagine that's a Mortal Kombat tournament with all the blood and guts and gore and and special effects and demons and all the things that you've been anticipating for four or five years watching other movies. That would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Now that's never gonna happen.
1: You yeah. could, I mean I guess you could you could argue that and say like, oh well, some of the characters aren't as interesting. But I think It's what I've been saying for years about, like, the Street Fighter movies. It's like, why don't we just make a movie about Ryu and Ken because they're, like, the most important characters? They should have done that with this. Like, I like, like, the first 15 minutes. Why didn't we make the whole movie about Scorpion and Sub-Zero? Like, couldn't that just be about those two and do, like, what you were saying? We'll do Scorpion and Sub-Zero, then we'll do, like, Liu Kang and Kung Lao, and then we'll do, like, Sonya and Kano, and then we'll do, like, you know... That would I'd I'd rather rather see that
3: and I, I thought yeah. that would that's actually a really great suggestion, Trey. I think that's an awesome suggestion because yeah. once again, of my five out of ten points Dude, Scorpion and Sub-Zero, the OG original fight, is definitely one that earns like a point or two points. Like, it's a really, I think it's a really well choreographed scene of two martial arts actors who do a really great job fulfilling their role and setting up the lore for the film. In addition to that, they also had a really good gory fight, man. I thought there was a lot that was cool about that opening sequence. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was pumped. So here, so once again, they so take people, you down. <laughs> people with the weak argument of like, well, you just like negative or like, you want to be contrarian. It's like, no, man, I was really pumped after that scene. I was excited to see a movie that was going to be good. I want the movie to be, you know, to be good. Um, you know? And so, yeah, no, man, if they would have done just a scorpion, like if they would have talked about, Hey, so the Lin Kuei is coming, man. And you know, We tried to warn you, Scorpion. Why didn't yeah, you yeah. listen? We told you the Lin Koi was coming. Now they're right on our doorstep, man. They came all the way from China, man. And now they're tearing up Japan and everything. Yeah. And that would have been a really great first movie to be like, wow. So they just really flushed out the basis for what is going to come for the rest of the Mortal Kombat universe because they could have even still took the spin cycle of saying scorpion is going to have a great 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 grandson yeah. <laughs> and that's how we you know come to current day they could even still went that route but developing those characters and just focusing on doing a good movie for them um i think is definitely would have definitely yielded better results yeah for sure I think I, say,
0: I think I i'll like kind of piggybacking on those ideas like this would make a good tv show like and the good thing about it sure. is if the first episodes were shitty like you can the way with tv shows you can, can like, change you it define this yeah. story like focus on someone different but they like it, it it would make sense for a tournament to be an episodic kind of thing yeah and then you could build for however long you wanted you could be super gory just think about how many like shows are really gory like that's cool that's
3: cool to be a gory show on tv Like, or like and it could have just happened yeah. on the streaming yeah. services yep
1: well, they, yeah. I mean, they did. They had they had that YouTube show for a while. You remember that? Yeah, that right? one was
3: pretty good. Yeah,
1: that was. I yeah. thought that that was for a while. They were saying that that guy was going to make the movie, the guy who was doing the YouTube show. Yeah, and I was like, okay, cool. Know. Yeah, because the they, they did this real realistic like Mortal Combat that, no, that, that was in it. Yeah, that nobody yep. had really seen before, and people were really hot on that. So I thought that that was what it was going to be, and I think that was it. But it probably fell in some sort of weird development hell or whatever, and then ended up being this, but. Yeah. Uh,
0: I feel like uh, which maybe I'm like I, I'm not a film student or whatever but I've heard of whatever that is it called Chekhov's gun like maybe that's more of a literary concept but like if there's a gun then it has to go off at some point
1: oh sure you yeah I know they, do that. they do that with Mortal yeah, Kombat, they mention it's like anything. Chekhov's, it's gonna yeah.
0: with, Me- with Mortal Kombat it's like Chekhov's everything because you know like a lot of people have to die because that's what this whole thing's about so they had to mm. rush killing like most of the characters so you knew at the start that most of these characters were going to be de- like dead by the end of the right. They're that's all crazy. kind of yeah. cannon fodder yeah. to begin with. And that's why we so got if Rico it were more like an episodic <laughs> thing. Then you, then you'd be more shocking when someone died, you know, it might actually yeah. have an emotional impact on you when someone dies.
3: Instead of being like,
0: Oh, well that's just, you know, we got to get down to the final two.
1: Got
3: to kill Rico. Movie yeah <laughs> right <laughs> rico has to because because guess what we don't have rico enough fatalities must, uh... we need to we need to up the fatality <laughs> quota guys so rico sorry about that man you gotta go rico <laughs> get out of here man
1: it, the rico in this movie reminded me of like how omega red was an x-men 3
3: yeah you, you know <laughs> like how he
1: looked like nothing like omega red but he's just there to get killed it's like that's basically how this guy is like he looks nothing like the rico from mortal kombat 4 but they're like, uh, use that name and give him a hammer and he's gonna get killed. That's what that's what we're doing with his character. Yeah. Um I wanted to say about about the uh, on the comment of more of uh aftermath being so good, uh speaking of like the original Mortal Kombat and all that, the guy who played the original Sang Sung is the voice of Shang Sung in Mortal Kombat aftermath. And he is right. and he is so good. He is so fucking good in it. I love it.
3: Yeah. Once again, the games have already accomplished yeah. what I think they wanted a movie to do. The games. So anyone that's like, oh, you just want old stuff. No, the games bring us brand new takes on characters that we previously had probably dismissed. The games have introduced way more new concepts and characters to like understanding why something happened the way that it happened. And, um, you know, frankly, the games just do a better job than live action films do. And I'm tired of trying to validate the existence of live action films for the sake of people saying, well, this is the only way we can get our media on stuff. And it's just like, I really don't care about that anymore. I don't care about more people liking it with the ability to have direct to audience streaming services and YouTube and all of those other types of things. I just personally don't feel like movies need to need to have to try and reach, you know, more new audiences in that way. You can reach the people who want to know about Mortal Kombat more in really great cost effective ways. And um, yeah, I, I just, like I said, I think that the concept is antiquated
1: and the way that it, and it's, I, I'm really tired of people like trying to make, why does why do video games have to be movies? Like, why does this, why does everything have to have a fucking TV show or a movie? Like it, 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 I don't think it works. Like a lot of games are like fucking thirty-hour, twenty-hour quests or whatever. Like you can't fit that into like a three-hour fucking movie. You're gonna mm. lose everything from the game, and you're not gonna get any of that. So it's like, I think that you just need to realize that it just can't be done well. Yeah, we just need it's to no just let it be. Just, just let the game be the game. And just stop trying to make movies out of every game, you know?
3: This is is par for the course for DC Cinematic Mm -hmm. Universe. Just let it be its thing. Even though it's Warner Brothers, DC, all of the the above. This is par for the course for them. They're like, we got to make a superhero movie that has everybody in it. It's got to be a huge crossover film. And they end up wasting a bunch of time on things that you know have to help you build and get to this so it's difficult for the movie to be good in an hour and a half that's why these have to be two hour movies because they got to jam a bunch of stuff in it just to prove the the reason that all of these characters exist and then guess what it ends up falling flat on all fronts once again they jobbed out Kung Lao like he was just mm-hmm. a dude they yeah. job you know they basically jobbed out Luke Kang he's just like kind of like a teacher he's not really a a, a pivotal character—he's not turning the ties to this. Jack's picked up a rock in this one. Um, Sonya <laughs> basically got— bit, you know what I mean? Sonya basically gets beat up a bunch and kills Kano. You know, so then even the bad guys that you would have relatively liked—we don't know what Shang Tsung's. Shang Tsung didn't do anything. He, he didn't
1: even morph. He, he didn't, didn't even he didn't even he turn didn't into anybody. Nothing. Well he kill, he kills he kills Kung Lao. He yeah. kings Kao, Kings Kung Lao, that's it. But he doesn't morph into anything. I not even remember what
2: he looks like in this movie. Like he was he was so not even there. He was just in the outworld. He stood standing around a by lot. A, yeah. a a throne with a bunch of other guys who I said it in the slack and I think it stands they look like they got lost on the way to Comic Con. Yeah, like that's, yeah.
3: That's, <laughs> and because there's just nothing else there. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's just a bunch of guys
2: standing in the desert in cool costumes. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what they do in the outworld. There's a whole lot of it's posing. Pretty, it's like oh, a... I forgot
3: about that. I forgot Luke Kane. Totally just walked up, up a mountain like the So the introduction of the character, Luke Kane, which which adds to the list of things that don't make any sense that we just have to accept. They landed in a random spot in the desert. Luke Kane happened to walk up to them off of a mountain and be like, <laughs> it's you guys. He, d- he didn't even ask them, show yeah. me your dragon tattoo. Yeah, he was right. just like, you must be the guys. Oh, All right, let's go to Raiden's house. Let's go to Raiden's <laughs> house and start training up. It's but like, we hey, we're. we're, just we're it. It's like this. It's this
1: scene. I'm supposed to be here. Uh, let's go over to the headquarters. And another, I mean, one thing I just want to say, bef- you know, before I forget, or or, or we stop, or whatever, is uh, how you're saying about like the shittiness of Cole. So Cole knows nothing through the whole movie, and he quits, and he beats Goro, and then he's the leader, and then he knows yeah. everything <laughs> about Mortal Kombat that was annoying too that like drove me crazy like all of a sudden then he he's was like, a
3: quarterback he was coaching him he was yeah. like go fight this person and then I thought the funniest part was he was like Sonia I've seen you take down I've seen you take down Kano before but this time he's got a laser in his eyes watch out for that Sonia should have been like no shit I think we all saw the laser at the dinner table yeah. <laughs> I don't, don't want to get hit by that laser that was laser awful eye. too
1: yeah that, I remember that I, and I was I, I was thinking I was like wait what the somebody okayed that line like yeah and, <laughs> Now, Sonya, you know, Kano, he, he might try to hit you. Just look out. he's going to try to punch you. You got to punch him back before he hits you. Just remember that. Yeah, I, I hated how much they, I really hated how much they pushed down Sonya too. Like, it was like, I was angry that she didn't have a mark from the beginning, even though I hated the marks, but I'm like, dude, Sonya's been in every fucking game. Like, why didn't she have a mark? Why she going to kill somebody to get a mark? Like, what the fuck, guys?
3: Tier wise, and also best character in number
1: one. Also, like, she's not from fucking Indiana. (laughs) (laughs) Sonia does not live in Indiana. She's not from from fucking Gary. She's from Texas, but yeah, whatever. Was that?
0: that I was wondering if that was an Easter egg because of where midway
3: I right i thought that there. they did the chicago thing as a way to try to be like hey so yep this is uh, a easter egg to midway mm. but um, gary
1: indiana it, <laughs> they,
3: they, it's yeah, not I don't know there yeah just <laughs> accept it that's what you're supposed to do <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. accept that
1: well i was watching and i was like i was like i thought sonia was like fucking from new york or something like i don't think she lived in the fucking suburbs of indiana and she's like i mean she was it, in
0: the region man
1: I mean, yeah, but isn't she supposed to be like special forces? Like, she's like fucking practically CIA and all that did she, shit.
0: Did she serve with Jax or were they just, did they just have that? Oh, so yes. That,
1: they, that they that
3: served, that. they served
1: together. Okay. Well, like, they were, they were like, well, in the original movie and I think in the first couple games, they were like cops, right? And they, uh, they were trying, they were chasing, like, from my, my understanding was Sonya and Kano were not like, they didn't know about the tournament. They just ended up in the tournament because Sonya was trying to catch Kano and he went through the portal or whatever, and that's how they got there. And yep. then Sonya got caught there, right? She got kidnapped by Sheo Kahn and Jax came looking for her in the Bingo. second one, right? Because she was yep. kidnapped, yep. yeah. That's what I got. And I like that idea, like what you're saying about Liu Kang. I like the idea of like, where this isn't, you're not like chosen, people just end up there. Like, I like the idea of Kano and Sonya accidentally being there, but then becoming a huge part of the tournament. Like I, I Like, I like that idea. Instead of it just being like, just people trying to be the head of the, the head of the totem pole or whatever you know
3: no and you're right because here's the other thing to remember about that that's the way the movie described those things right and so those are loosely based on the description if you watch the beginning of the arcade games that's loosely based on the description that the arcade games gives form as well right so they go well cool we'll bring over most of that concept that hey so you know, um, Sonya Blade is chasing Kano. They end up finding themselves in the tournament, right? Then, of course, in Mortal Kombat 2, Jax is also a part of the search team. And then that's how Jax becomes a part of the game. So I'm not opposed to them adapting things for movies, because guess what the movie did to adapt it? The movie said, hey, listen, Raiden is the Thunder guy, and he's like the leader of the Earth Realm forces, right? And it's going to be through his omniscience that Hey, I've got Lou Kang, I've got Sonya, and I've got um, Johnny Cage to work with. And the lesson that Sonya has to learn is, is to stop getting so upset about things and clear her mind um Kane needs to be able to deal with his demons on the inside of feeling like he messed up and that's why his brother died and this is why he's not able to come to grips with who he is and fulfill his destiny and defeat shang Tsung. and johnny cage needs to get over people calling him fake and just live out his own truth you know and so they just make a really quick adaptation and be like listen raiden's going to give them the narrative yeah Raiden's yeah. going to tell them when they get on this fucking boat, hey." johnny cage you don't need to prove anything there's a big fight coming up it's in the mortal Kombat tournament if you guys really want to like figure out who you are you can participate in this tournament and just that quickly they made a really simple Close ended explanation for why it happens, and I'm not here to try to praise the first movies and be like the first movies are God and like they're on this untouchable shelf. No, those movies are riddled with problems in them as well. You know, um, I think it's fun. They brought in your boy Hakeem the Machine from, um, uh, uh what's the face masters? I uh, used to watch that on Saturday mornings. Hakeem the Machine was in the film, he did a really, uh, some really great fight scenes in the film. Another great martial arts actor. But yeah, they relaxed all of that stuff. They just told really simple ended things. And that's probably because they weren't trying to be like, let's make a multi movie series. Yeah. Like they were like, let's not try to do all of that. Let's focus on three characters and do those three characters really well.
1: Yeah, and, and that's what I and it like and also there's no boat in this one. I missed the leaky <laughs> boat. Le- I missed the leaky boat. And don't forget, <laughs> don't forget about Christopher fucking Lambert. That guy's awesome. I love that dude. Oh, the- yeah. Mortal- yeah. He was the-, the, ori- the original Highlander who was. Uh, oh right, that in the was the whole one. like I was. Yeah,
0: saying earlier like the tattoos reminded me of Highlander. It's like they should have had him in the movie because
1: well, he was in the other one in the '90s one. Well, he should Highlander have this was. One. in one and the
3: 2021.
1: I got yeah. you. I I love uh, yeah. I I watched that again like just a few days ago, and he's fucking awesome the whole way through. Like the Raiden in the original one is great. Like everything he says is awesome. Like it's it's corny and and some of it's silly, but it's just amazing. Yeah, I don't know, but I think uh, I mean we've definitely we talked about it for like over an hour. Yeah, I will. Not I feel a lot better, I am, guys. I right, I
3: feel better. Right <laughs> <laughs>
1: now, now, now that we got it, yeah, now that we got it all out, we don't have to. We don't have to talk about Mortal Kombat the movie ever Any again. more Right, <laughs> but but I mean, like Kevin was saying, and I totally agree with you. Uh, those new Mortal Kombat games are great, and uh, Mortal Kombat 11 is on sale like all the time on Switch. You can buy it for practically like fifteen dollars most of the time fucking buy the game it's great you want a mortal Kombat story play the game they've they've done it i mean jeremy watched me stream aftermath the other night and it's like all fucking cutscenes now like it it basically is a game i had no idea basically is a movie no i just like that they in the story mode they've done so much to create a story around so you're playing that on
0: switch i I was playing your ps4
1: no i was playing that on switch man i was still switch baby you can tell because the hair looks all weird (laughs) they they never figured out the hair technology. But yeah, uh, did you guys have anything else you want to say about Mortal Kombat before we move on here? Finish it!
3: (laughs) <laughs> if you like a bad movie if you like a bad movie that's totally okay man we'll still go have a drink and have fun yeah um just don't try to convince me that all of those other things aren't bad you know it's kind of like a bad presidency you could like you could like who's the president but don't convince me that all of the bad things just didn't happen like oh, they, yeah, yeah. they happen
1: <laughs> well it kind of that's what kind of sucks about this is you know they're planning on doing like four mortal combats and i think This one did well enough for them to do all the other three. Mm -hmm. So now you're basically stuck in, like, Biden's second term or whatever. You know, it's like... It's better. It's better than the other way. It's better than we what we could have got. But we're not yeah. getting this Bernie that would have been the you know the, the multiverse the ultimate, and the and the, the Mortal ultimate, Kombat later. We had, you know,
3: we had to make it political, <laughs> That's, right? I opened up and I opened up the gate for it. No, it just.
1: I mean, it it just reminded me of that. It's like you know, it's it. it was parts of it was okay, but we got to now we got to stick with this for three other movies. Like we can't just we can't get to the we can't do the better one that we want. I don't know.
0: But we just need someone to Photoshop Bernie into a, a scene from Mortal Kombat.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think he's I think I've already seen him. I'm sure I've I seen mean, him photoshopped somewhere in there. I think I did, but I don't it doesn't matter. I've seen him all over the place. But uh I'm sure I'm sure you need to head out, Kevin. But thank you so you much that. for talking with us yeah. about Mortal Kombat and all that. Uh you had, you had, you had everything just all laid out there ready to let us know about how you felt and that's super awesome. And I hope, you know, hopefully I can see you in person again, one of these days, uh, you know, yeah, man.
3: as, as I get my, you know, as uh, the vaccinations all come through, man, I, I'm pretty sure, you know, the CDC already said that you could have small company. And so I've been thinking about that. I've had, you know, one person over my house at a time. And so, you know um, you know, for you and Jess, I'm pretty sure I can open that up. to <laughs> yeah,
1: Sure. Well, we, uh, yeah, Jess and I, we were planning on going places, but she's at, she's on this job now for like the next like couple yeah, months. So, but we, but we still have weekends off. So I don't know, you know, it kind of depends on how okay. she, on how she feels, but it's starting to look up. So, but before you go, uh, let everybody know like where to find you on the internet and all that stuff. And, uh, um, just let them know about stuff to be looking out for.
3: Ma'am, so I've got a game jam coming up for I Play Games with one of the high schools that we host game sessions with. Um, we're going to be partnering with the uh, coding club um, professor, and we're going to be doing a game jam this Monday. Um, we are also going to be picking up a whole new set of tournaments for the summit, so be on the lookout for that. Um, Web page is always still the same at www.ipgnation.com. You guys might be seeing a new website with a bunch of brand new things on it. I'm not going to announce too much about that, but new website coming up. I'm really excited for that. And um, yeah, as always, I'm streaming live all of our tournaments at twitch.tv backslash IPG underscore esports.
1: Nice. I think I, I think I follow you in there. I think I've seen you. I know I, I followed what you had before but i'll yeah, sure, no, make sure i have it on there yeah. and all that cool
3: awesome. yeah and, and
1: if you ever ever want to promote the new website or events and all that you know feel free to oh, let, you us, guys let us know be yeah
3: pretty pleased when this new website comes out I'm, i've been working pretty hard on it for a while now and so yeah i think it's going to do some good things awesome cool
1: all right well uh we're going to take a break and then we'll come back and talk about the rest of our stuff that we've been playing so stay tuned Thank you so much for subscribing
2: to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Domain.
0: Just go to patreon.com slash Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! Whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa,
2: whoa, whoa.
1: Whoa, whoa. He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Ah! 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 Patreon.com slash Podcast. Game over! back now so we're just gonna we could just go over the stuff that we've been playing and all that stuff
0: purchases and the like
1: purchases and such our f- friend of the show uh hyper strange had a new game that came out Eki. uh it's on sale for 250 right now so anybody wants to try it out it's super duper cheap i ended up buying it because i wanted to throw something to them and uh it's a i, I played a stream of it it's a first person platformer where you can rotate the world is basically kind of how it works and press like L or R to rotate the world to the left or the right. And it's just a whole bunch of crazy levels like based around that. Like some really weird physics puzzles. There was this one level that like I just could not figure out how to do it. And I had to look at a video of it. But you basically have to like move the level, but you have to like use the momentum of the move of the level moving to make you like jump really far to like the whole other side of the thing. And there's only like four platforms that are like really far away from each other. It's all this like really intense, like. I don't know what it the I think uh Wojtek said like adults like adult legal LSD and game form or something like that. As I was <laughs> referring to it I mean I'm, I'm sort of like... in this mode
2: right now playing these types of games. Yeah, I'll, Manifold Garden and I'll I'll Mickey. let you
1: I'll let you know right off the bat if anybody I'm sorry for anybody who watched my stream because I was so resi- ready to break my controller and the switch and the TV and just give up video games forever while I was playing it because there's some really fucking hard levels in it. There's this one part that I just could not make this jump for the life of me. And I just, I'm like, I'm going to take a break and I'll play it later. And I haven't it gone back to a it bit yet.
0: Like a, is it a little bit like Mirror's Edge?
1: It actually kind of reminds me of that other game that I just bought that I still haven't played because of the same reason. But uh, that ghost that ghost game that I bought, it is like Mirror's Edge, but it's like a it's first person Katana Zero, like I was saying. But it has a whole lot of, that one is more like, you know, you run off walls and jump from wall to wall. And there's like, you have a hook shot too, that where you like go from one thing to another and. It's kind of like that. I actually thought about playing it after I played this game, but I was like, no, I need to play something else. I don't. I, I, I need to stay away from platforming for a second. But no, I mean, it's it's very simple, but it's it has like a lot of those puzzles where it's like has that like aha moment where you figure it out and you're like, oh, that's really cool. Like there's this one level I was playing where it's like it's like a big like a uh, long like rectangle and there's like one hole on the bottom and you kind of like jump towards it and then you like fold the the thing around you and it kind of folds you into it as you're jumping, which that was really, really neat to do. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff like that where you had it, you kind of just have to like, you know, you have to just break down your thinking and try to think about things in a different way to like, figure it out. You know, it's very much like, okay, well this doesn't make sense, but what if it did, you know, like that type of thing. And you have to kind of, and, it, and it's cool. It's, it's like, I wouldn't say it's like to the level of like manifold garden. Cause that's a, uh, you know, like much higher budget, but it's definitely in the same realm where it's kind of like, you know, you got to kind of take apart the way you think that things would normally work to figure out the puzzles, and and it's and it's neat. And I'm definitely I'm definitely going to play the rest of it. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to let everybody know, just you know, throw it out there. And I did, you know, it did get a little frustrating. And I do have to I do have to mention that there is no inverted aiming in it, which uh, I guess I, I think they thought that you were able to change it in the actual switch, but you can't. You can't actually change anything with the with the analog stick. So but i was told by by the developer that there is a patch coming soon so anybody who's waiting for that that is that is coming but thankfully there is not very much aiming in it cuz you don't shoot anything it's all just jumping and figuring out puzzles so it, i was able to play it without with like you know with not the inverted aim so cuz it's not really about shooting like if it was more of a shooting game it i'd have a hard time with it but but yeah it is coming so us inverted people will have a we'll have it on there but Yeah, I just wanted to mention that uh, last week we kind of like made like sort of like a game bet from each other where we're like you know try to do this by next week, try to do this by next week. I said that I was going to try to beat one more boss on Brave the Default. I've actually caught I've actually beat four more bosses on Brave the Default. So I'm actually oh. I'm actually starting to I'm actually starting to figure out that game, and I'm actually starting to get to the point where I can kind of break it and make my characters a little bit more strong. And I'm actually really really like it now. I'm like kind of in the middle of like where I really like playing it a lot. But I. I beat four bosses, two of the bosses I didn't even have to look at guides for. So I actually, I like basically took what I beat the first boss with and used it again on the second one. And that worked. And same with the third one. I used what I beat with the third one and used it on the fourth one and beat that one. I basically got like, there's these four abilities that I use with all of the characters. I said before about maxing out the freelancer job so you can get the uh, basically extra experience. You get a JP up, the job point up and job point up and up. Which can make everything up to like two times the experience for your job points. I use both of those, but I also but since I got the Berserker job, I've been using um, Indiscriminate Rage, which is basically where you can attack all the enemies at all at one time. So like when you hit your attack button, it attacks everybody on the screen. And you can do that all it's always like that, which is awesome. Like that's something that you want for every RPG, right? Where you can attack every character on the screen. Every time you do attack and you also hit him at like full power and critical and all that. And you can do that. You can basically like brave and attack like four times in a row and kill most of the people in the first round a lot of times. So it helps you like really grind like through that way. And the other thing that's really saved my ass so many times in these bosses that I got was uh, unshakable will is what it's called. And it basically makes it to where you cannot have any status effects that will stop you from attacking. So you can't get, like, put to sleep, you can't get muted, like, you can't, there's, like, all these different things, you can't get, like, petrified, and it's, like, awesome, it's basically, like, you're, you're, you know, all this shit that the bosses throw at you don't affect you for the most part, aside from, like, poisoning and stuff like that, but anything that would actually, like, stop you, like, getting frozen or, like, going to sleep or anything like that actually doesn't work to you, so, and you can't go, like, you can't go berserk and start, like, attacking your own characters and get confused or whatever, and that one's really, really cool, too. So once I've been using all those, I've actually been able to just kind of fuck around with the game more and have fun with it. And it's it's awesome. Like, I'm planning on playing it. You know, I'm, I'm going to play it all the way through for sure. I was just talking to a friend of the show, uh, Jesse Folks, about it earlier today, and he just beat the game like 100% with all the secret bosses at 120 hours. So there's a lot more to it than people say. I know, I know the reviews said that it was like 60 hours, but... The game keeps going, from what I heard. <laughs> after you're done, but the uh, the last job that I got was a pictomaster or pictomancer. That's actually autocorrect. Uh, I got the pictomancer, which is the same class that Realm was in uh, Final Fantasy VI. If you remember, if you remember Realm, Jeremy. Oh. Um, Do you remember her, the painter? What's
0: she called a summoner.
1: She's a pictomancer is the actual oh, she class. Yeah, but yeah. she
0: would like capture the essence of the monster by painting it or whatever.
1: Yeah, that's kind of well, that's I guess that's not uh exactly what you do, but I looked at I looked it up on Wikipedia and it says that she is a pictomancer. And basically all I've really seen so far is like painting images that affect that can cause like status effects and stuff like that. But I haven't fully maxed out the job yet. But yeah, I fought this lady who was basically painting pictures with dead bodies. Which was like the game went really dark all of a sudden. You find like this pile of bodies and blood everywhere, and she's been using the blood to like paint to paint all these areas to like uh to to basically brainwash people and turn them into her own uh, killing machines and stuff like that. The game went pretty dark, but uh the story has been great, and uh, that's the latest thing that I have on that. Plus, I already said I, I beat I beat Mortal Kombat Aftermath which I bought on sale for $15. It ended up being like a two and a half hours. Jeremy watched some of the stream. It's it's like, you know, more, it's just more good content, good story stuff. The original voice of Shang Tsung is in there. He's awesome. Like he's totally just nailing it through the whole thing. Makes you miss the original Shang Tsung that had more character and actually did things. But it's an alternate story where you basically go back and change the events of the first Mortal Kombat. And it's pretty cool. It introduces like, you know, Shiva and, and Nightwolf even. And, uh, Shang Tsung are like the main characters, and of course like Sindel and other ones, and you get you get extra characters with it, and you also get RoboCop as a playable character with there. so I was fucking around with RoboCop for a while, because uh, Terminator's in there too, so you can have RoboCop versus Terminator in the game if you want to, because they're all DLC guys, but I do have like the Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator, so I can have them fight back and forth and all that shit. I don't have Rambo, I still... There's still that, which I kind of was hoping that I would have got all the characters and I didn't get all of them. I'm missing like Rambo and Rain and some other character. But so, And, and I didn't want to pay another $15 to get those three characters, so I'll wait till those are on sale. I ended up buying... I bought Pokemon Snap. I preloaded it. I preloaded it because my niece texted me and, t- and asked me if I was excited about Pokemon Snap. And I was like, "Yeah, no, man. I'm like, it looks cool." And she's like, "She's like, Pokemon Snap was my earliest memory of you playing video games." And I'm like, "Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, now I have well, to now, now you gotta buy it. I'm like, now I have to <laughs> buy. It. Absolutely
0: had to I'm buy like, it.
1: now I have to buy this game. So I bought it. It it actually, uh, I think the embargo embargo went up today. So there's actually a lot of reviews on it out on it right now, and people are really digging it. So. I'm excited to play it so I just went ahead and downloaded it and I told her that I had it and she's like yeah that game reminds me of you so much and I'm like oh cool and it's like I was like well I'm streaming it so come watch it so she might come check it out on Thursday but I'm gonna stream it Thursday when it comes out so that'll be I'll be talking about that next week but yeah I I decided that it was time to get another game I mean the last one I got was monster Hunter rise so it was like uh, Pokemon snap why not also uh, and of course Jeremy and I we can both talk about this but monster Hunter 2.0. They officially updated it. There's a new patch. They added a bunch of new monsters and stuff, and they added a new, they basically removed the level cap. It used to stop at HR 7. Now you can go up to, I think, like HR 999, so, and I realized that you, every time you do a new mission, you get another level. You get a higher HR. So I was at like 16, I think, before before we started. I wanted to get to 20, because you're supposed to get something at 20, but I haven't seen that yet. But Jeremy, we, we got to play online a little bit last night on Monster Hunter, and I broke my my Monster Hunter fast. I haven't played for like a week and a half, but they did. A, they had their own little cool stream where they showed stuff from Monster Hunter Stories and more, you know, free DLC for Monster Hunter Rise, and it brought me back. So I was uh, very happy to play it again, and I was the the break was nice, but it was also like, oh yeah, no, I could play this for another like hundred hours, and I've and, and I made it to ninety hours right now, as far as my count on. On Monster Hunter, so... Keeps giving, and they've added, you know, they've added more weapons, they've added more monsters. Mm-hmm. Everything's a lot harder now, so I need to, like, make my equipment better, because I'm getting my ass handed to me out there. But I think they added, like, four new monsters total. Not to mention there's layered armor now, which you can... uh you can basically change your outer appearance of your armor if, like, you want to get something that looks a certain way, but you don't like the the stats of it. You can use a different thing. Like, I first thing I did was put the skull mask on me because I always <laughs> wanted to have that, and I changed the color of it and all that shit. So, if you want to fuck around with it, there's all that there. So, and of course, like, oh yeah, you can bring your palicos and palamutes up to level fifty now. There's like new like elder, there's the like, new like elder god monsters and and all this shit. So. It's cool. Oh yeah, and uh, you can change. Uh, you can change your voices too. Or is that something that was happening later? Where you could change See, your voices to the main characters. You
0: already, you could already change your character back. Because I just think it took up like a ticket or something. Like,
1: oh yeah, I never like, tried to do it, know. but but you know you can change your voice to be the voice of the twins, or you can be the voice oh, of, right, Fu- of right, Fugen, right. the the main like sword guy or whatever. Which I thought was kind of funny. So if it's what like, you
0: want, you can try to do like a bootleg version of their character model with the character creator and then
1: oh you could yeah I didn't even think of that
0: well it looked like that's what was happening in the little the little trailer
1: yeah so that's the big things for me aside from watching way too much Mortal Kombat stuff but we already talked about that (laughs) in the first part but if you have HBO Max well I'm sure you do for Mortal Kombat watch Scorpion's Revenge it's a better movie yeah I've got it it's Um, basically yeah the animated side
0: so going back to uh, us making our little pledges or whatever last week I said I was going to get to high rank in monster hunter. Little did I know I literally just had to replay that mission. I was stuck on one time asking for help for uh, online help within 20 minutes. I was at high rank after the last episode we recorded. So, I'm there. I, I I made my accomplishment very quickly. But uh, since then, I didn't play it quite as much this week. But I did play through everything, the village quests. So I've done every village quest that I can. Except for the new one. <laughs> right. I, for some reason, <laughs> I don't is... have access to the new ones yet. It oh, weird. probably has to do with the hub missions, which I'm about to unlock the level six. I got to the um, imperative event, whatever they call it. Urgent. Urgent event. There we yeah. go. <laughs> the, the urgent event. And uh, I've only played that once, but I got my ass kicked. And actually, well, the people that joined up with me
1: also got, got their ass kicked. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's always annoying. I've uh, what I started doing today when I was playing before we started playing is I did, you know, where you can go to like the quests, like how mm-hmm. you do it in the menu with the control pad. You can basically just try to find somebody who's already in a quest that you want to do and just mm-hmm. go join them. And they've maybe already done most of it and it's quicker. So I was doing that where I was jumping into somebody else's quest. Yeah, because I guess uh, I don't know. It seemed like there was a higher percentage that I might get somebody who knows what they're doing. Whereas if I do it and I just ask people to join me, they join and they die. You know, and, right, and well, I've noticed yeah. I'll get like
0: either I'll do really well and I'll get the monster to where it shows that it's weak. Then all of a sudden I got people jumping in and they want to capture the fucking thing. which yeah. happens most of the time now.
1: So now you or, know. Now you know my pain <laughs> of, the, of the capture. Right, I do.
0: I do now. And uh, or the other thing is like. I'll go in and I'll be waiting for people to join me. And while I'm waiting for them to join me, I get knocked out like once. So I've already like made the entire match, you know, a handicap because we've already lost one of our fainting possibilities. So I did get the, so we did get the monster two where it was weak. So I have a feeling if I try a few times, I'll get, I'll get it. Mm. Um, so I hope to see the first big bad before next episode. That's going to, that's gonna be what my oh the thing the, is the
1: Narwa you want to see the final boss,
0: at least see it if not be yeah, it, yeah. or
1: the well, the final boss as of right now I know they're actually adding mm. more they're gonna add more story stuff later is also what they said in the direct that there's gonna be when there's these apex an monsters
0: I'm not considering in that factor either
1: yeah there's some new monsters but i mean you want like the first like the actual like big boss right. guy the the second yeah. credits yeah but right. the yeah there aren't any second credits but but you know the second the end of the story but there's going to be more so they're saying there is going to be more added for free later
0: but i have actually noticed like as much monster hunter as i've been playing like i i said i tried to take it a little easier this week but between this and i've been like lear- i've been taking guitar lessons and My job is extremely, uh, you know, it's a very physical job where I use my my arms, my hands and my wrists a lot. And uh, I'm just starting to feel like some like pain in my wrist, which always scares me. And it happens every once in a while. But it's really scary when like your hands are your job, which is most people from I'd say almost everyone, their hands are their job. So I've actually been considering maybe taking a break from these high, these high intensity games that require a lot of button mashing because. I'm just putting my hands through a lot right now, but we'll see if I start to feel better in the next few days. But for whatever reason, I thought I'd mention that because my dumbass bought another copy of Monster Hunter World, but for the PlayStation <laughs> 4. Why? Because <laughs> it was cheap. It was $7.99 on the GameStop deal of the day.
1: I know, but I mean, it, does, it doesn't mean you have to get, I mean, there's so many things that are cheap out there. That's kind of what what I've tried to tell. I just them. grabbed it. I mean, I, I do that a lot too, where I'm like, "Oh, this game is so cheap, I should get it." But I'm, all, but I, I try to talk myself down, where I'm like, "Listen, man, you got a lot of games that you're playing. You know, you're not going to play this game if you get it. You're just going to buy it, and it's just going to sit on your menu, and you're going to keep playing Brave the Default." So. Maybe you should just do something else, but, but I, I mean, you know, I, cool. You got it. You got monster Hunter world. It was it digitally or did you get the, you get the physical? I, copy? Bought, the,
0: I bought the physical. So that was the other thing that I was like, oh, okay, kind of cool to like buy a physical version of monster hunter. Because sure. I yeah. I have a physical monster. Hunter yeah, yet. sure. So why now not? I do. And it, it came in the mail within a few days. So good for me. Yeah. I have another copy of the game that I'm not ready to play just yet. Well, but atle- I'm going to yeah.
1: eventually. Well, atle- we'll know how well it, runs on the uh on the regular vanilla PS4 or the original yeah. PS4, not the pro or whatever. So you can let me know as to see if I will, I will. ever venture into that.
0: Um, I did buy another game, which we talked about earlier on. I bought a copy of Super Mario Party. Yeah. After two years, which is why I said better late than never. I was also referring to Monster Hunter World, but uh yeah, I finally bought it because I've said multiple times and that I, I maybe on the show itself that I would buy it if they ever added a better online mode so now that they have i almost just downloaded it like right away but i decided i was going to get online and look for it and didn't really save that much like i think i ended up saving like about 15 dollars
1: so you got a physical copy by by buying a used
0: physical copy on ebay but it was trending a little higher than that i think i just got lucky and
1: i think probably because of the announcement right because of the all of a sudden because i was a I, I really wanted, you know, first thing I thought of when I saw, I'm like, Mario Party's online. I was like, awesome, I'm, I'm going to stream that. But then I realized that I can't, I can't do the online mode because you could only do it with your friends. And like I said, none of my friends are playing Mario Party. They're all playing Monster Hunter. So it's like, it's like I got nobody to ask. But, it, but apparently you can actually do the invite now, like the invite that you could do in Streets of Rage 4. You can finally do it in a Nintendo game. You can do it so This in- is the
2: first one that does that, huh?
1: Super Mario Party, yes. Yeah, the first one first Nintendo made game that lets you send an invite to your friend, like whether they're playing the game or not. So wow. Better late than never, right? But they finally came around to it. Better, like, 15 years late than ever. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's, like, two years old. Yeah, but at least 15 yeah. years
0: late, though, <laughs> for making Mario Party an online game. Um, well, yeah. You and should have well, done that on the fucking DS.
1: Well, and I, well, I guess if you're counting the other systems, like, PS3, you could do that from the very beginning of that, whenever that came out. Yeah, right?
2: inviting friends and stuff, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Through other games, but you can finally do it. I would be interested
2: in Mario Party if they actually opened it up to, to randoms, because that's the thing for me is, like, I'm never going to have a whole bunch of people who want to play Mario Party. I mean, th- that won't happen. So you I, have to plan I, th- plan I've never it out been in a advance.
1: Series. Yeah, you got to plan it. I I, I mean, I can would...
0: only be four. You can't have more than four people playing, anyway.
1: So. I wish uh, I'm I'm for I'm with with John though. I was I was happy, but I was also disappointed at the same time because I was like, yeah, online Mario Party. But then I'm like, oh, but there's no because I want I want a. Uh, I want uh, random Mario Party too. I want you want to play Mario Party anytime. I want I want Mario Party ranked is what I want. I want fucking okay Mario Party ranked pro because I've been playing Mario Party for fucking twenty years, and I want to go out there and get my ass kicked by by, by some second grader. I want it, I want that. I, I want like the uh, you'd yeah. have to
2: send him the belt.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I want I want the competition. You know, I want to actually see if I'm any good at Mario Mario Party. I think I'm pretty good because I've been playing it for years, but. I would love to just be able to jump in and just play any, some random person online through Mario Party. I would totally do that because I like those games. And it, I and think that, the potential yeah. of
0: people to drop out, and I think, did you say that, John? In the, somebody What's
1: was saying it that in the slide. You must yeah. have heard my thoughts. Yeah. Well, I think, and uh, maybe yeah,
0: I read it somewhere else.
1: Somebody commented on Twitter also. Uh, D- David did from, uh, uh, one of, he's a friend of the show. He was, he was on our show before.
0: That's what I, yep. It was, it da- was, it was, from, uh, Binge, Binge Blast. Says. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, um, when he said, "Like, yeah, it was probably because people would just drop out if they were losing." So I get that.
1: Yeah, but I mean, there, there's ways around that. Like, you, you know, especially since yeah.
0: some, if you're playing any like multi, like if you're playing like a really high turn Mario Party game, that's not something you're going to be able to do with randoms because it might be multi session. Like, you might have to like figure out a way to like suspend it and come back to it. Yeah, even if, if They did the what
2: do they what do they call it play style where you can kind of take your turn.
0: Oh, asynchronous uh,
2: multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, something like that.
1: I mean, in the in the earlier Mario parties, you know, you could you could drop out a character and have it automatically switch to an AI person. You could do that, and even in the 64 ones. So, I figured that would be what they would do if somebody drops it would just out of
0: the default to an AI.
1: Yeah, or may or you could maybe even do it where you can you know like how you can do in Monster Hunter how you can join somebody's somebody's game while they're already fighting a monster i mean you could do that where somebody you could jump into somebody's game yeah yeah. Yeah. if they let you you could change it through i'm just saying you just need options in there but i think that and and they need you know they should do something like they did on the ds and the 3ds where it was like and the Wii too i think where you get where you have like your ranking goes down if you drop out you know without finishing a match like stuff like that to try to encourage people to not drop out. But I think it would be really fun to be able to do it online against random people. Like, it would... I agree. And 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 also, since they're updating it, can we please get some more fucking boards? There's only, like, four boards on this game. It's, like, so... It's so minimal. Like, it's, like, they gave you so many extra options to do, but but at the cost of that, you have not that many game boards. So it's kind of like you're going to play through them all pretty quickly, so... But I guess small steps are better than no steps, right?
0: Right, and I mean, it's something that we've been throwing around for years and typical Nintendo fashion. You just get with no fanfare. It's just like, Oh, by the way, yeah, here it here's is. what you've been asking for since we found out there was going to be a Mario party game on the DS. I mean, there was Which a was video the first time where you were like, yeah,
1: there, there was and a short, there was, there, was, there was like a one on, on minute. There's a one minute video on YouTube that they put up, but that's about it.
0: It just falls in sync with like uh, super Mario sunshine for me. Like they had so much hype and then they just were like, Oh, here it is.
1: Oh, oh, the uh, like the, the GameCube controller and the proper aiming and all that stuff. Yeah, of Super Mario Sunshine. Or are you just talking about just in general, like really just
0: re-releasing it, it in general? Yeah. like when it was after so many years, you know, sixteen years or whatever it was that it came out again. Seventeen, I can't remember. It's like, uh, oh, by the way, uh, here's Mario Sunshine. Yeah, <laughs> you've been it- asking for it over and over again. And by the way, here's uh you know, and I found you know it was like in the middle of the night, which of course I don't expect the whole world to follow my time zone but it was strange seeing it like i was about to go to bed it was really late like, it was like four in the morning or something yeah it's like this isn't real
1: yeah so i saw it i so looked at yeah. i looked
0: at a few sources and it wasn't even listed on the nintendo the official nintendo page yet when i saw the news so i was like well i found a few other sources but then yeah within like an hour it was it was everywhere and it was like one of the top trending things on twitter actually
1: yeah i saw that you uh you posted it through Slack, and I'm like, oh, shit. So I was playing Bravely Default at the time. I like, I'm like, i like, okay, well, I quit Bravely Default and then started Mario Party. And then I quickly found out that I couldn't jump into a game because I wanted <laughs> to just jump into an online game and quickly learn that I couldn't. There is a password system, which could be a little tricky. I was going to try to maybe do like a stream thing with password, but there's no guarantee that people would actually jump on my stream and and play with me through the password. So I was actually looking through other people's streams and I was trying to find somebody who has like no viewers and then I was going to jump on and try to play with them like with the person that I don't know. You know, I was going to try that, but I never actually did it. But maybe that's a future stream I'll do.
0: I mean, hopefully I'll have it soon enough that we can mess around with it, too. Yeah, but, definitely. Uh, I'm supposed to have it by this weekend. But still, I mean, I think it's super cool. Uh, yeah, I kind of went crazy by and shit this week. And I guess that's OK. So last week I talked about. Well, OK, first off, definitely want to mention also. I also preloaded snap because I know I'm going to want it. There's no reason to delay buying it. I'm going to buy it.
1: I mean, you, it's yeah, not you're not going to
0: go down in price. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I kind of felt the same. It's like, I, I know I don't like talk that much about it, but I'm like, once it comes out, I'm going to want it. And I know I am. And that's been I'm gonna like, I'm going to start seeing yeah. people
0: posting stuff about it yeah. and loving it. And I'm going to be like, God damn it. I want to play it already. Yeah. So I might as well just have it ready to go tomorrow. So I've got it preloaded on my switch. So I just went kind of nuts this week because I also bought, and I, I think I mentioned it last week that I bought another painting.
1: You did, but, but we don't know what it is yet. So I definitely
0: us. want to preclude before showing the painting. I want to preclude that uh, this guy, he goes by um, square painter, all one word square painter. You can find him on Twitter. You can find him on Instagram. Just look up square painter, all one word. And uh, his store is on store envy. So I think it's like square painter. Store envy.com. Anyway, uh It's like a super cool, legit, you know, uh, video game artist, like fan art type stuff, but it's all like handmade. He had some sort of financial difficulties this week, and I I don't know a whole lot of the details, but it had something to do with some fraudulent charges on his bank account and uh, ended up like losing a bunch of money, and he's still in process of figuring it out. But he did put out an appeal online, like, hey, please buy my paintings." So I'm doing my part. I'm saying like, maybe at least check it out. Cause he's got some really cool paintings up there and, and uh, this is the second one I've purchased, but I did see that his newest painting was purchased by the uh, art of Nintendo power guy. I, I don't know that guy's name, but his Twitter account, I've been following it for a while because he posts a lot of really cool. Like, I think I'd follow physical... that too. I, mean, I think yeah, he's I think been I've on, he's that. been on retronauts and I think he's been on blood God as well um, as a guest, but he has like, you know, gameplay counselor jackets from Nintendo Power. He has like the art, like a lot of the art that you'll see on the front of old Nintendo Power issues. You know, that's a physical thing that exists in the world that he's like the original to, art. Well, yeah, he's managed to like locate and hold on to. So this guy is like just got like an incredible repository of fan art and like, uh, you know, it's not first party stuff, but it, it, it's it is in a way because it was made by Nintendo. Or made to promote Nintendo directly, but so he bought this guy's this piece. So for me, like that was like okay, this like even more legitimizes like not that I didn't think this artist was great, but I'm seeing somebody else notice him. You know that I respect as far as someone that enjoys fan art like I do. So anyway, just kind of trying to hype this guy up and say like bias stuff because he can really right, I mean
1: he's did, a great artist. Did you communicate directly with him when you bought the painting?
0: I haven't but I could.
1: Yeah, say I mean, like I could what? DM him on Twitter. Why don't you bring him on the show? We could talk to him. Be cool. Sure. Send, I can reach out to him, send himself, him a but... send him a message. I totally talk to him.
0: That's a good idea. That's yeah. like not even We should we should, we should it we should I also a, actually a kind the of the wanted to potentially commission a piece from him too, which I don't know if he has. He does commissions. It's not on his page, so maybe that's a conversation you'd have to have with him directly, but I mean if anyway, I Anyway, let's show yeah. his painting.
1: If, if I was a painter and somebody bought my painting, and wanted me to be on their podcast, I would say yes. If <laughs> if they had bought some of your, you know, if they if they yeah, bought something is the that you made, thing I bought by him. yeah.
0: So anyway, yeah. Here we go. This painting is fucking awesome. I love it. You're uh, a fan. You guys saw my previous one. One of yeah. my favorite games.
1: Oh yeah, there it is. It's beautiful. Oh nice. Yeah, that's cool.
0: It's the pink haired link. Pink haired link with the, with, the, with the
1: cuckoos. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's getting chased by the cuckoos and.
1: I love it. It's so that's cool.
2: That's really cool. I like the framing of it how it's in real tight like that.
1: Uh-huh. I, I just yeah. uh I, I just like looked at it because you mentioned it, you know, on um on Instagram. I, lo- I looked at yeah. it and the first one I saw was that chick was the chicken one and the cuckoo one and I'm like, wow, that one's really cool. And there it is, you have it. So
0: I own yeah. it. It's one of one mine.
1: Here's another so, one yeah. that he did that John would like. Oh, that's something like the hedgehog. Yeah.
0: It's still available for purchase too, yeah. Uh, they vary in price depending on the size and I don't know what his criteria are for how he prices them but this one was a little more expensive than the last one I bought the last one I bought was less square inches or whatever because it's like a a smaller slightly longer but a much more narrow uh frame so Hmm. this one's like uh I want to say it's maybe six by six seven by seven it's square for sure but uh yeah I, I didn't pay that much for it i I feel like for what it is and how cool it is, it's whatever. really cool. I love adding it to my 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 collection. So
1: was it? Uh, makes
2: my... me as a good kitchen painting.
1: Well, for, it's going to be. For it's, it's probably going to be it, in my
0: game room, but I could see it for, being like you know, like we like to cook chickens in this house.
1: I right. say for for a while you're cooking chicken, you could just look at it and be like, huh, <laughs> that's what they look like in a pixelated form before then i a bunch uh, of like chickens comes
0: through my window and start clawing the shit out of me.
1: Yeah. There, there was a. Did did you have to pay a whole lot for it? Or are they are they expensive or?
0: They're affordable.
1: Okay, I was just. I you, mean, they're not. I you mean, don't want to say what like, you spent on it. Maybe you don't have to. For this
0: to. one, I spent. Well, I might as well. So for the Mario one, I spent about with shipping. I spent a little over fifty bucks.
1: That's not bad. Reasonable, not very bad. reasonable. Uh, not, this not
0: one about. was a little over a hundred with shipping and everything, but. Um, That's very reasonable. I just thought, like, because he's been posting stuff that has been selling almost immediately you know, the stuff that I like will be like, oh, that is cool. And then it'll be, I'll be like, oh, sold already. So I actually got to the point where like, if I see something I like on his Twitter, I'll immediately just see if it's even available on his store or not on his Twitter, on his Instagram because that's mainly where he posts. But this one he had just put, I think I bought it probably within 20 minutes of him posting it. So, and, uh, and they're originals, back- right?
1: They're not prints.
0: Yeah, it's the original. Yeah, he doesn't really, it, it looks
1: like he doesn't make more of one specific painting so Uh, yeah because because there's one like i'm looking at his instagram right now and there's this earthbound one that i really like but it's already sold like this one that's
0: the one that's the one that the art of nintendo power person bought
1: yeah uh, this one looks really neat but yeah that i was like oh i'd buy that but yeah it's most of the really cool ones it looks like they're gone so yeah that's that's cool but keep your eyes
0: peeled (laughs) because it looks like you post a new one every couple of days i think that's just i don't know if it's main hustle or side hustle but He turns them out and they're high quality and they look really, really good. You know, they remind me of the cross stitch and the the bead art and everything. Like, it's a really faithful representation of pixel art in a different medium. And I love it. So, uh, yeah, it looks square painter.
1: It's really good. Yeah. I like it a lot,
0: but that's pretty much it for me. Cool. For me, it was
1: a
2: late week. I went back to play super liminal. I was inspired by playing manifold garden. I just wanted to go back and experience that game again. Plus I wanted to show it to my nephews. I showed it to, to both of my nephews and, uh, they both loved it. Like even, I, I was kind of wondering, one is five years old. Maybe it, I thought it was a little bit too advanced for him. But no, he he got it. He was picking it up. Um, it's a testament to that game's design because I did not tell them what to do. I just gave them both the controller and said, here, play. I'm not going to tell you what this game is. Go ahead and just try it and, and have fun. And they did. They, they got it, and they both wanted to play it again. So that's a great game. If anybody hasn't got it, super liminal. Check it out. I played a little bit more Manifold Garden. I, I did not live up to my promise of last week. I did not beat a game this week, so mm. shame on me.
1: Next but week. I'm next, confident for next week. Next week, you got to do two now, now now that you didn't do the, now, now <laughs> that. Oh, boy. You know, I'm going to be in debt forever. Now oh, that, my gosh. Well, you don't got to pay anything. You just got to play with your I'm going to be in video game debt. I'm going to owe beat games. <laughs> You're paying games.
0: with blood. You're paying with credit.
1: I mean, I, I, think that, I think that inside game you can beat in like three hours probably you can take it
0: outside too with your switch
1: I mean yeah <laughs> take inside outside switch it up you should yeah I think manifold gardens gonna be
2: the one that I probably focus on because I I'm kind of entranced by that game I love it um this week I did play just dance on the Apple TV so for anybody who didn't know you can use the remote on the Apple TV it's got a, a motion sensor in it and you can do all kinds of stuff with it Travis was talked about it earlier a golf game. From the makers of, of Mario Golf,
1: clap clap hands. Yeah, it's supposed to be good. Yeah, from what I've heard. Yeah, from uh, Mario Golf, uh, every everybody, whatever's uh, whatever those other ones were called, the PlayStation ones. But it looks nice. I mean, we we have a golf game coming out for Nintendo, of course, soon. So, but yeah, hmm. no, no, there's actually you know there's been some games that are intriguing. It sucks that you have to buy like an Apple TV or something to play them or watch <laughs> whatever shows through that way. But if you want to, yeah, I played that
2: with my yeah. niece. She was using the remote, and I was just kind of dancing alongside her. Yeah, yeah, I did not know that about the the Apple TV. It kind of makes me want one a little bit more, even. Maybe if there's a good Mario the the Mario Golf game or, or the the game for the people who made Mario Golf, that could be interesting to try. I mean, but you and can it make me. Yeah, it, it makes me think of the Wiimote. So,
1: I mean, you can play it all on your computer, though, right? Because you can do Apple Arcade through your computer but you wouldn't have any way to dance with it because you wouldn't have a remote right that's the one difference
2: yeah i guess so yeah what else did i do this week oh i tried to buy an 8-bit dough too oh yeah yesterday
1: why 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 so is your pro controller dying the the official nintendo one
2: no i just got to be like well i was buying a couple other things and I have a list I keep of just everything that I need to buy. It's got like a hundred items on it. And sure. I was looking at, it, I was like that eight bit dough has been on there for a long time. I should just knock it off. And so I went to go actually buy an eight bit dough too. Yeah, but the black one is sold out.
1: Oh, you don't want the, you don't want the gray one. Like, like I have. I want the gray one <laughs> black. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I haven't. So, yeah. I mean, I haven't, My our, mine still works. So I haven't looked into getting a new one, but I know, uh, I know a friend of the show Jesse he got one. He he got the the 2.0 one. And yeah, he's, he's told
2: me a bit about it.
1: He said he couldn't get it to sync to the switch, I think. Oh, really? But I mean, I was like just try it. Just keep trying it over and over again. It should work eventually. I don't know. It's it mine can be weird. Sometimes it doesn't sync and I just have to plug it in and then it syncs. Like it's I do yeah.
0: uh mine's like that too. I'll to uh I'll uh, take the battery out and put it back in
1: again. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I just it hit, fixes it. I just hit start and press uh, L and R on the top over and over again until it works. That's how, that's how I do it. And it works, it works like 99% of the time. And if it doesn't work, just plug it into your switch and then it'll, and then it'll pair again, you know, but that's a shame that you couldn't find it. Yep. And hopefully it's I not. They have
2: like an alert on there. I thought there would be an alert when you could, when, when it comes back in stock, it would tell me, but no, I guess i gotta just keep checking. So. Yeah, keep checking. Yep, I'm not gonna stay on it feverishly. It'll just be like next time I need to buy a bunch of stuff, I'll check it. I out.
0: don't know anything of eight-bit dough stuff like being that super high demand. So either they didn't make enough of it, or what? No matter what it is, they're gonna make more. So you're gonna be able to get it if you really
1: want it. Yeah, it, yeah, it'll be it'll be available eventually. Like it's Well uh, I
2: think it just came out like a week or two ago, so that's mm-hmm. that probably it. and it was listed it's
1: as number one in video game controllers. Yeah. 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 It is, Jesse I mean,
0: had pre pre purchased his because he was talking to me about it a little bit too. Yeah.
1: It was hmm. definitely my uh yeah, it's, it's my it's my controller of choice. I don't I don't use anything else for the switch unless it's in handheld mode. So highly, highly recommend it. And I was think and for something like uh for some like really intense games like Monster Hunter. Like I don't think I could play Monster Hunter handheld on the Switch. I just I just don't think I can because it's too it's too intense, you know. Like those type of games. Like I don't like I couldn't play like I can't play Doom like the later levels on handheld because I need a better controller. Same with like Splatoon two, those final levels. I there's no way I would have been able to do it handheld. So there's specific things that I think I can only play with a good controller. So
0: I mean, handhelds are great and all, and they're great for what they were originally made for for traveling or being sitting around the house or whatever, but like nothing beats a big screen in front of you and a, a controller that you can like move around with, you know, like, yeah, you have a little more freedom. Of-
1: well, that, I mean, yeah, that's, that's the main thing for me too, is I, I play, I play my switch 99% on the TV because I'm, I don't go anywhere. I don't need to play it handheld. I got, I got two docks, you know, on two different TVs. Like I'd rather just sit back and play and play with the controller. So. Yeah, but that's- how
2: do you play it when you're moving from dock to dock?
1: I don't. <laughs> okay I don't really I, I don't play I don't play it in bed or like anything like that I thought about it it's weird it, I, I think I've gotten too spoiled by doc by in doc games because uh, I was gonna play I, I was gonna play a bravely default like out of the dock like handheld while I was editing and I looked at it and I'm like ah, it just doesn't look it just doesn't look that good <laughs> on, on the handheld <laughs> so I was like I was like ah, I don't want to play it like this it looks much prettier on the tv so I'm like so I didn't I didn't play it on the handheld because I didn't like the way it looked and some and some games are like that i remember uh marvel ultimate alliance 3 i was jess and i were at a friend of hers wedding and i was and i wanted and i was playing that game and i wanted to play it and i I brought it handheld and i started playing and i'm like oh god this looks really bad handheld i don't want to play it like this so Mm -hmm. i so i didn't and i just waited till i got home and put it back on the dock because because some games really look a lot different you know i know like the xenoblade games were like that they were much much different but.
0: I noticed uh so last night when we were playing multiplayer on monster hunter I was like hey I'm gonna like I'll be right back I'm gonna switch rooms which I was going to my office switching docks and stuff and just in that time where I picked up I picked up the switch to move it from one dock to the other but I was just like you know standing idly in the town I hadn't paused the game or anything the switch immediately like starts the fan starts blowing oh yeah it started to get hot I'm like my Switch does not like playing this game portable. Like it's protesting immediately, and it was probably running on the higher settings already because it was docked. But I just noticed in that carrying it from one room to the other, my Switch was like, "Don't make me do this,
1: please." <laughs> I've actually I've noticed that my fan has actually been coming on a lot. I don't know if you guys yeah. have been noticing that, and I wonder I don't if,
0: know if it's part of it getting older, yeah, or if it's the higher demand of more modern games or
1: what. I thought maybe it was like a first version a problem or something since we all have the original switches.
0: Sometimes and, like that'll happen yeah. and I'll just put it to sleep and bring it back and it'll like quiet down.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, it'll be really, really loud for no reason. And you're like, okay, uh, but yeah, whatever. But is that, that's what you got there. So I got, well, uh, I just want to let you know inside, according to how long to beat is three and a half hours. So I was close. I said three hours and I uh man good. and manifold garden is five hours long. So, you could possibly do both of them if you had eight hours spread out. That's almost like an hour oh, a day. Give it a shot of playing. But yeah, those games. These games are pretty. Are pretty. Are pretty short from from what I from what I think.
0: Are you I've, still hanging out with your niece or with your nephew a
1: lot?
2: Yeah, a couple of days a week.
1: Yeah, it seems like you're still get to go over there a lot. I do miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I miss like hanging out with my family members and stuff like that. Like especially with my niece texting me about the Pokemon Snap. And she's like, she's like in her twenties now, you know, she's like, she's like 22 now, I think almost. So that means like, she's like the same age as that game, which is, (laughs) which is Mm -hmm. crazy because Pokemon Snap is like 22 years old. And I think I showed it, I think I showed it to her when she was younger because she was into Pokemon and stuff like that. And that's probably why she remembers it, you know, because it's a pretty easy game and you don't die in it, you know, and it was trying to like.
0: And I could see it actually being an enjoyable game to watch someone else play.
1: I, was, I think I was trying to just show her, like, right. some simple games that weren't, like, really, you know, weren't, like, really stressful, and then maybe she could be able to play at a younger age, like, that type of thing, and I felt like that game was great, because, yeah, you can't get a game over. All you can do is, what's the worst thing that'll happen? You just got to do the whole level again and try to take more pictures. Like, you don't actually, like, die or anything like that. So, you know, it doesn't, it's more of a peaceful game. So I'm really excited, really excited to play it in the future when that happens. But uh, yeah, I think I think that's it. That's 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 it for our, for our episode. We ending ending how we normally start, but that's fine. We had a very intense conversation earlier about a uh, Mortal Kombat, but that's fine. But if you like if you like the way we talked about Mortal Kombat and video game movies and all that, well, you, you'll get a bonus this week if you support us on Patreon. We're actually going to do a bonus episode where we talk about the best and worst movies of of video game movies. Basically, we're going to talk about our least and best favorites. So we're it's gonna be like a you know a companion episode to this episode. So if you want to hear a best a bonus episode in between this episode and next episode, go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and give us some money and you can and you can hear that. And I'm really excited about it. I think it's gonna be fun. I'm actually planning on torturing myself for the next week to watch all these video game movies that I never wanted to watch before, but just to watch them for purpose of because most most bad video games, I just, movies, I just don't watch because they look bad from the beginning. But since uh, I, have, I have the uh, genius of the Just Watch app, which will basically tell you where every movie in the world is on streaming, I have plans to watch, like, the Doom movie. I've already watched, like, 20 minutes of the Resident Evil movie, the first one. Oh, my God, it's bad. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm planning on watching, like, uh, Resident Evil, Doom, Spirits Within... Like, uh, the, the live-action Street Fighter movie. Like, all these movies I've never seen, because I know they look like garbage. And
0: What? You've never seen the original Street Fighter movie?
1: Nope. Never watched it. I didn't really? To. I didn't want to.
0: Holy shit. Wow.
1: That's a surprise. I didn't want to. I, I liked the game. I wanted the game to be the game. I didn't want to see the movie. I knew it looked like garbage from the beginning, even when I was a kid. I saw it, and I was like, that looks like shit. That looks like utter fucking <laughs> shit. I don't want to see that. <laughs> and I never saw it. Never once watched it.
0: Sean just... I don't think I've mentioned it on the podcast before but my partner bought a van that she's uh fixing up and uh she's trying to come up with a name for the van. And One of my suggestions was Street. Jean-Claude Damn Van. <laughs> I thought you were going <laughs> to <'Cause> It's got to <laughs> be like a van, like a van pun and so like I, I suggested that <laughs> a day or two ago. And van she Wilder. already kind of had a na- she already had a name for the van, uh, Julie Vandrews. That's what she wants to call it, but uh if she were to go to an alternate name, she really likes Jean-Claude so earlier today I like got out of the shower you know whatever I was getting ready and like she came and running she's like Jeremy did you know that Jean-Claude Van Damme was in a Street Fighter movie I was like yeah yeah oh. like I think she was really <laughs> excited to like let me know like that he because I was telling her we're gonna probably have to watch some bad video game movies I hope she was ready for that and so yeah I was like oh yeah Trey already said he's definitely watching that which I, that doesn't mean we can't watch it but
1: i've never seen yeah the only one i watched was the superior street fighter 2 anime movie so but he plays that's the only he's thing got, you need he's to Guile, see. right he is i believe yeah, yeah. all
2: american with a belgian accent
1: yeah <laughs> see i didn't want to say isn't like ryu and ken like not even in it or are they are they, they are just but like,
2: they are but they're side character status they're uh, like i don't know laurel and hardy or something like yeah. off to the side
1: doing their own thing it's gonna be like Mortal Kombat all over again. <laughs> you put you put the best characters in the background. I mean, the anime movies like mostly about uh, that relationship. Was it Roll
0: so. Julia's last movie? Or his last it was.
1: It was one. Episode. It was one of his last ones, if not the last one. But yeah, if you want to hear us talk more about this, that's there's a little preview there. Throw some money on yeah, the. We got plenty to say. Yeah, throw some money on the Patreon. It's gonna be fun. Like I like I said, I'm planning on watching all these movies that I didn't want to watch ever. And I'm gonna and we're gonna talk about them, and it'll be fun. And we're gonna talk about good ones too, so it won't be completely doom and gloom and all that stuff. And as I said before, you know, there's still uh, I still have that um, micro SD card that I was gonna give away to somebody who got a new Patreon account, a, a new uh, Patreon subscription. So you know, anybody out there who doesn't have one yet, that's uh, that micro SD card's still here for uh, it's yours for for, for for somebody to get it. Yeah, you can get it for real cheap. So check that out. And uh, if you want to find us other way, other places on the internet, we have nintendomainpodcast.com still uh, at nintendo underscore domain and J-Mac Stack on Twitter is Jeremy and I. Or me and Jeremy, I guess because the second one's Jeremy. Um, if you want to see me play anything uh, on Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash nintendomainpodcast. I play late night Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday are the days that you could check that out. I'll probably still be playing Pokemon Snap on Saturday, so come in and check that out either that or monster hunter 2.0 or i thought about even streaming bravely default again now that i'm better at it but those are like my three big games that i'll be playing for the most part and of course i have a have another podcast called uh how is it now and jess and i we just did a commentary for the for the 93rd oscars (laughs) event we did our our annual commentary this is our sixth one that we've did that we've done the sixth year of oscar commentary so check that out and see and listen to us be so surprised by this their pandemic version of the oscars and all that shit and you know we watched all the movies and shit but uh yeah we've been your hosts i'm trey johnson
0: i'm Jeremy minkowski john nitter
1: and uh thanks everybody for listening we will see you next week see you That was, that was that was such a serious see you it's like see you sir i was
0: trying to sound like mortal combat like person the announcer see you
4: friendship friendship again